Ladies and gentlemen, you are about to listen to the incomparable Win Twice Wrestling Podcast with your hosts, Scott and Holly. So sit back, relax, and prepare to be entertained. Hello everybody and welcome to episode number 13 of the Win Twice Wrestling Podcast alongside your co-host Scott and Holly. Hello. How you doing Holly? I'm alright, episode 13, unlucky for some. I know, well unlucky for me because you got to pick this one and I might have some words with you about your choice (laughs) uh, as we go into it. But just a couple of things before we kick into the usual frivolities and nonsense of of the general show. Mm -hmm. A couple of things that we're actually introducing in uh, this episode mm-hmm. thought it might bring something new to the table mm-hmm. so the first and i think it's kind of something that you suggested to be fair isn't it so do you want to bring that to the people because you're looking scared and oh, yeah. like the fact it gets to throw you the ball <laughs> in my head i'm going oh my god what did i say um just that if there's anything that has happened in the week because we do this weekly um that has caught our peaked our interest Ooh, shall we say i know right um maybe we could have a quick little conflab Confab. Are you impressed with these oh, big words? Where'd you pull that one from? I know, right? I don't think I've ever heard you say. I don't, I don't think I've heard anyone say that word. To be fair, but that's pretty good. Yeah, just so we can like, you know, talk about it. Yeah, not I mean, at depth, but you know. To be fair, by the time we actually go to review something like this that's happened in the last few weeks, God knows when it would be. Oh, anyway. I know. So might as well do it while it's fresh in the mind and has a bit of relevancy, I guess. Yeah. The other part is, and it's something that um, our editor actually suggested, which I think is a good idea. Um, this could swing people one way or the other, but I just think it's a good barometer. So we all know Dave Meltzer mm-hmm. and his star rating systems for matches. Yeah. I think what would be interesting to see, just to see how his ratings compare to what we think okay. each match. So at the end of each match, yeah. I've put down, assuming I can find it, of course, yeah. what Dave Meltzer thought the match was rated. Oh, we will then he discuss did it, it on a match-by-match basis? Match-by-match match oh, basis. Okay. So then we will then see if we agree with that, uh-huh. if we disagree with that. Just because, like I said, not to kind of, if we disagree with him, go say, oh, he's shit oh, or anything like that. Opinion. It's just a good barometer yeah. to have. Because as a general rule, from what I've seen with, mm-hmm. with Dave, he's usually around roughly where I think a match is. Sometimes oh, there's okay. differences, but it's usually a fairly, yeah. it's a good litmus test, basically. Oh, so, scientific of you. Yeah, we're bringing in Meltzonomics, is what we're bringing in from this show. <laughs> okay. L- little catchy phrase as well. Okay. Okay, so I guess we should get into the matter at hand, and that is the show that you picked. Yes. Do you want to introduce it to the people? Oh, I'd love to. I picked another, I think it's the second Armageddon we've had. Yeah, outside of the WrestleManias. Yeah. Um, Armageddon 2008. Okay, so my first question to you, mm. bearing in mind as soon as I saw what the show was, yeah. I knew damn well what the answer was. Oh, okay. Why did you pick this show? Okay. So last time I literally just did a, a randomizer. Like mm-hmm. on the network, I just went random, pick me one, and I did, and I obviously regretted it. We remember what one that was. Oh, God, yeah. Yeah, that was Battleground. Yeah. Um, and I thought, no, no, let's not do this, especially as we're doing WrestleManias. I was like, I wanted a little bit of something that I thought I might enjoy. So. Wait, hang on. Oh, I'm enjoying the WrestleManias before okay. you. I knew you were going to say that. Fine. Well, I enjoyed the first one. Yeah. I've already watched two. <laughs> 50% hit ratio. <laughs> Um, so yeah, I needed a little bit of a pick me up from WrestleMania too, and nice I thought, hmm, who would give me a good pick me up? And I thought, we all know I have some fan favourites, me being the fan, <laughs> them being my favourites. Yeah. Um, Thanks for dissecting that. And I thought, oh, Jeff Hardy, let's have a little a Google A of 
any people, I suppose, that have reviewed his matches and said that they were good ones. And one of the matches featured in the top three of his matches... Featured on this show. Featured on this show. However, I did no other digging around the show. I literally just saw... It was one of his top three rated matches. I saw the show... And I went, lovely, let's do that. So I knew nothing else about what was on it. Okay, so that's interesting. So I'm not going to give anything away based on what happened mm-hmm. in the show, but I remember this event. Okay. So when I saw what the show was, oh. immediately I went, I know why you've chosen this. Okay, so I had waves of remembering. The only thing I actually remember is the very end. Yes. Yeah, I, yeah. I know exactly the yeah. moment you're talking about as well. Yeah. And we'll get to that on the deep dive. Absolutely. So, as Holly said, we're covering WWE Armageddon 2008. Took place on the 14th of December 2008. And I've already forgotten the new formula that we're putting in place because we haven't yet discussed... I'll be honest, I did wonder if we were going yeah, <laughs> no, to talk... Yeah, I completely thought already. when you said about the matter at hand, I thought that's when we were going to talk about it. <laughs> so, see, if this was a well-polished and smoothly oiled machine... No, no, no. To be fair, I set you up for that. Um, let's pretend that we did this in a different sequence to what we actually have. So, Holly... Oh, rewind. Yeah, rewind. No, we're not going to because we don't edit this heavily. I mean, <laughs> no, well, maybe if one of us coughs not. up a lung, we'll then probably edit that out. <laughs> but other than that, yes. it's pretty much what it is as we record it. Oh, for sure. So in the news, in the wrestling news specifically, yes. last week, there's been big happenings. We had the WrestleMania mm. 40 press conference. That we did. Did you watch it? Um, I watched one part of the... The package, shall we say? What that would be? Um, <laughs> I watched the. I mean, it was twenty odd minutes long. Yeah, it was long. Um, so I watched the the Rock, the Reigns, the Roads, the Rollins. Oh gosh, it's tongue twister. Um, like a farmer's convention, shall we say? <laughs> yeah. Um, I watched that segment actually, and yeah. So, yeah. Again, I started with so right off the bat. So. You've hit peak. I've hit so. Watching what happened at the press conference, Mm -hmm. I don't hate what WWE have done. I didn't like the fact that The Rock was coming in to have a match with Reigns for the title at Mania. However, it was kind of forced upon them with CM Punk's injury. Yes. That takes them out of the equation, so they had to do some shuffling. Yeah. That I have no problem with. What I do quite like that they've actually done something which you definitely wouldn't have seen under Vince McMahon Hmm. is that they've swiveled on their feet yes and they've gone okay the fans aren't receiving the rock well how are we going to let's lean into that for as good as the rock was as a face and he was a fantastic Uh face he was an excellent heel and Mm -hmm. I think a lot of people forget that some of his early stuff with the Nation of Domination in the 90s was brilliant so I have full faith in his ability yeah. to be able to pull off a heel roll successfully here. And slapping who's get, the guy who's getting the biggest reception at the moment oh, for sure. in WWE. As much as I like Sami Zayn, mm-hmm. and I prefer Sami Zayn as a performer, Cody Rhodes is getting the best reception right Isn't now. is he just? It's good. And it's, it it did, was very well done. It did so well, in fact, that you see Rollins and Cody Rhodes mm-hmm. kind of align yes. together. Yes. And they had a massive feud when, mm-hmm. uh, obviously, Cody tore his pectoral muscle yeah. off, off the bone which is just horrendous to think mm-hmm. about. But I thought, do you know what? It's It filled me with hope that WWE are going to be more receptive mm-hmm. to the reaction that they get and go with the fans yes. rather than obstinately just keep going forward yeah. and hitting the same note. Yeah. Like they did with Roman Reigns pushing him down everyone's throat in the first place. Yeah. Now I think he's great. Yes. But at that 2015, time too much. Oh my God. But yeah, no, I watched it and I was like, actually very entertained. Did they actually in the conference, like, 
queue up who was going to be going against you. So I heard that they said Cody Rhodes is definitely going against Reigns. Well, yeah, because he said, I pick you. Yeah. And it was his choice, yada, yada. And then Triple H came out a couple of days later, didn't he? And yeah. said, I'm the one that gets to choose this, not you, which I thought was very good. I think that was SmackDown, wasn't it? Yeah, I think yeah. so. Um, but I don't think there was any... I think then it just broke out into an all right, all out brawl. Because they did... Um, I was going to throw some jelly on if I had a choice. But, oh, know. I've got some comments on that later on for the show. <laughs> but... Looking at the rest of the card, so mm. I saw that they were doing some setup for the Elimination Chamber. They were doing qualification matches. Yeah. Um, I I don't know. I can only assume McIntyre is going to be the one to go up against Rollins. I reckon. But what does The Rock do? Are they going to turn it into a triple threat? That's the only thing I can think yeah, of. Yeah, I don't doing. know. I really don't know. So I'm actually interested to find out what they do. We need to still work out when we're going to be watching these because normally we do I the know. Sunday and the the Monday, don't we? Yeah. So. Have to have a think and check the old diaries to make sure that that's feasible. Yeah. But yeah, anything else that caught your eye that you wanted to... Oh, just how exceptionally well-dressed Rollins and Rhodes were compared to uh, Reigns and The Rock, I'll be honest. I will give you Rhodes. Oh, Rollins, is, you... he's, he's very well-dressed. Do I Would I like to go out on a date with a man dressed like that? No, I'm not so saying So you're that. turning Seth Rollins down is but, what you're Well, no, absolutely not. But I'm just saying for him and his character... The, his character is brilliant. I and that great. is toned down for him. And to again, be fair. yeah, and it was an again, it was a nice. We know I'm all about the aesthetics. It was a nice difference of effectively you've got the faces dressed, suited and booted to the nines, very smart. Then you've got these two in t-shirts and a a vest. Feels like a role reversal to me that because okay. normally I expect to think of the heels like the Ric Flairs back in the day, okay. suited and booted, and like the faces like a Stone Cold. Not okay. there in a suit, or even like a using a com, uh, current yeah. day one, Dean Moxley. Like Dean Moxley again, John Moxley. That's like my <laughs> master of thug, thugonomics for you, that one. Okay. But yeah, no, I, yeah. I think the conference was, was quite yeah, good. Yeah, I'm honest, looking that forward. Was, that was all I took in from it, I'll be honest. That's fair, that's all you needed to take exactly. in from it, wasn't it? Okay, so now we can now. go back to the matter at hand. So, <laughs> yes. WWE Armageddon 2008, 14th mm-hmm. of December 2008 took place at the HSBC Arena in Buffalo, New York. Attendance on the night was 12,500. Don't trust a rounded number like that myself, Mm -hmm. but there we go. And the buy rate was 193,000. The opening video... Yes. Very, very mid to late noughties, wasn't it? Absolutely. really was. Proper nostalgia, I'll be honest. Was that your sweet spot? Yeah. Yeah, I imagine that that was hitting your spot. Um, that didn't sound right, but I didn't actually believe it or not. I did not mean anything by that okay. either. I give you, I'll give you one chance to not have an implied comment. That's it done. The rest of them are intended. Yes. Okay, I must make sure I get my money's worth then. And we see all the likely lads in this video package from the area: your John Cena's, your Randy Orton's, yep. your Batistas, everyone you'd expect to see, Chris Jericho, etc. And then we go to JR opens by saying that battles of good and evil will be concluded tonight. And we hear a great word of extravaganza. And I'm yeah. taken back to Gorilla Monsoon. Yeah. And I loved it. <laughs> it's an extravaganza. It's just making me feel warm and fuzzy. That's pretty much my takeaway from the opening of this show. Yeah. Didn't really have much else to say on it. But we do go pretty much straight into a match. Don't we just? Do you want to introduce the match as it's one I'd of your boys? I'd love to. Um, so we start off with... Matt Hardy, who is the ECW champion yeah. at this time, versus Vladimir go. Kozlov. Nailed it. Thank you. Nailed it. Thank you. First thing I thought when I saw Matt Hardy come out was, hmm, he doesn't look great. Oh, okay. It's a weird, he's got like 
perpetual dad bod. Okay. He doesn't have a, like a gut, but yeah. he, his his whole frame, and this is coming from me, so I'm aware of the irony of it. You can tell there's musculature mm-hmm. there, but there's like a little layer of pudding just over okay. the whole thing that's kind of stopping him from, like Jeff Hardy. Yeah. In my head, there was a period where Matt Hardy and Jeff Hardy mm-hmm. had very similar frames. Mm-hmm. And then Jeff Hardy kind of maintained that frame hmm. and Matt Hardy didn't. Okay. And this is in the that period where Matt Hardy started to kind of go into, I'll be honest, it sounds really harsh. Oh. I had already stopped caring about Matt Hardy at this point, whereas Jeff Hardy still Yeah, and I suppose actually a couple of years before, it was very much so Matt Hardy was the effectively main attraction, like the better... I suppose briefly pushed slightly more pushed over the two, but I this th- was definitely Jeff's. Yeah, I think it focus. was because um, if I'm getting my timelines right, so Jeff was always considered to be the standout star of the two. He had in the late '90s, I think actually, my, let's be fair, the early 2000s when Undertaker was undisputed champion. Yeah, Jeff Hardy had a breakout match with mm-hmm. Undertaker for the title, and after um, Undertaker won, he actually went and raised Jeff Hardy's hand as a sign of respect. Yes. So they always earmarked Jeff to be the the breakout of the two. Mm-hmm. Matt Hardy then got into the unfortunate situation he did with Lita oh God, yeah. and Edge. Yeah. And that is when he became yes, of course. front and centre. So I feel like mm-hmm. if it weren't for that, he never would have got to that point yeah. in the first place. So not to say, you know, every cloud has a silver lining, but yeah. I guess he, there was that for him. But after that, even though he technically won a world title in WWE before mm-hmm. Jeff... It was the ECW title. At this point, it really didn't matter. Again, for someone like me who has an affinity for the old, genuine, original ECW stuff, I can't pretend to care. This feels right. this is okay. an intercontinental title level title, and yeah, that yeah. might be okay. a bit generous. I would look at it as, in the same way as what they kind of do with NXT, obviously not to the same extent, but ECW used to be the feeder on mm-hmm. their live TV shows for the newer talent. So like Jack Swagger, I think, had an okay. early stint yeah, in yeah. ECW. Um, and they put some veteran hands in there. So William Regal was in yeah. there for a while. Christian was there for uh-huh. a while. Matt Hardy. Kozlov was a new guy. I don't think age-wise he was necessarily too different from the others. Yeah. But again, they're kind of testing okay. out new formulas. Kofi Kingston, CM Punk, both started in ECW. Oh, I see. Right. Okay. So that's why I kind of view it yeah. as a lesser title. Having said that, mm-hmm. I didn't mind this match opening the show because normally no, I'd go, didn't mind world title at the start oh, of the show, yeah, what yeah. they're doing, but, but this is the exception. Yeah, yeah, of course. So before we get into this nonsense, yes. thoughts on Matt Stryker and Todd Grisham on commentary? Who's Matt Stryker? Matt Stryker was the one with the square haircut. Yes, I, but I, I wrote in here, who is Matt Stryker? So Matt Stryker was a wrestler. Okay. He did a teacher gimmick, oh, I believe okay. it was. Because you've got to have a job. You no, know, exactly. He was a well-educated man, okay. uh, used to talk down to people, right. wasn't a great in-ring worker, if I'm being honest. His commentary work is derided by a few, but I actually quite liked it. There was moments mm-hmm. where he got a little bit too cute mm-hmm. with how he, he does things, and there's examples of that in the okay. show. But overall, I think he got yeah not miscast. He just he never felt like he fit in whichever okay. role he did within WWE. He's gone on to do other stuff outside. I think he was the colour commentator for uh, Lucha Underground. Okay. I don't know if you heard that promotion. Yes. Yeah, so he was on, on there and did a, a fine job from the stuff I've seen. Um, and I've heard him on, on podcasts and other shows, and he's, yeah, he's quite an interesting oh, okay. man to, to listen to, if, if I'm honest. But in WWE, it just never quite felt right. Yeah. Having said that, do you see what he had on his desk? 
Didn't he have a slammy? He had a slammy award. Yeah. What was that for? Because of all the slammies they listed, oh, and yeah. they listed a lot. That one wasn't mentioned at all. No. Because I only noticed, I'll be honest, I only noticed it later on when he grabs it and jumps away from said tableau. Tableau. Yeah. Tableau. Googlay and tableau. Googlay. So Matt Hardy is ECW champion after the idea of that show was beyond a joke already, which mm-hmm. we've pretty much kind of dissected before this. Vladimir being booked as an unstoppable force. Holly, do you remember this man at all? Um, no. Really? Uh, was this? Were you watching actively at this time? See, I don't think I was. I think this was the era. I'm not. I'm not talking about it. But I think, <laughs> I think this was my time away era, where Holly became lapsed as a wrestling fan. All right. Um, but I think I've definitely seen. <laughs> but I've seen clips later on. But this guy, I didn't know. I did obviously Google it and know that he's. Oh, sorry. <laughs> I thought you were stopping. No, see, Do that you was a really stop quick... now? No, I'm not going to stop. We're going to carry on. That's brilliant. That's so embarrassing. So I'll just... I'll, I'll, <laughs> you were stopping. I'll elaborate a little bit um, because I've got a tickly throat at the moment. You gave so me I've the got... eyes. No, I was looking at you like, please make oh, sure you're okay. carrying on. So sorry. I didn't realise that's what that so meant. So basically, I just grabbed a drink there and Holly assumed that I was oh, going to stop the recording to get rid of the car and just stop talking. So we both looked a bit foolish there. Okay, but... well, I'll carry on talking No, now. that's fine. Please do. In um, your lapsed era. Yeah, in my lapsed era. So no, I didn't know him at all. But I did Google and he's still signed to TNA. What? I think. Is he? Yeah. I don't know about that. I'm pretty sure. Okay, I'm going to have to look that up afterwards. Please do. I'm pretty sure he is, because even I spoke to someone at work about this, um, Sam. And Because okay. I said to Sam, I said, oh, I've never heard of this guy, but I was quite impressed. Like, he's as in impressed, like, the matchup. It was a nice comparison for me. Okay. And um, he went, oh, yeah, he's still signed to TNA. And I Googled it, and yeah, still there. I thought he was in um, stuntman work and acting. Oh, he's definitely an actor as well. But it definitely came up and said okay. he's currently signed to TNA. That's so, yeah. interesting. Fact it there. Yeah, it is indeed. Uh, USA chance because obviously. Absolutely straight away. Bell sounds and Matt throws a flurry of rights and circles away. Yeah. Commentary confirms why this is a non-title match. Basically, Kozlov isn't actually on the ECW roster, but he was having something to do oh. with Jeff Hardy. Oh Matt yes, because he defending. got involved in the. Yes. Mm-hmm. So Matt Hardy's defending his brother's honour because reasons. Why not? Hardy nearly gets cornered but kicks his way out and circles again. Mm-hmm. And I'm already thinking, I don't remember this match, but this isn't filling me with confidence. Okay. So power lift by Kozlov, who unloads with shoulders in the corner. Absolutely. Hardy sneaks overhead with a sunset flip, or I put a wit, a sunset flip, because oh. I ran out of space. Matt slips off Kozlov's shoulder and tries a roll up, but only yes. gets a two. Big back suplex by Kozlov. Mm. And there's something about his style that's very rugged and untamed and looks a bit scary. A bit rough. Yeah, a bit rough, yeah. but not in a good way, like a you might actually hurt someone. Mm-hmm. In a Nia Jax way. <laughs> Tell me when I'm being unreasonable. Okay. Hardy sent shoulder first into the ring post twice. Uh, yeah. Headbutt in the corner follows, so that's a big mm. big thing for Kozlov. He uses his battering ram of a head. Of course. Why wouldn't you? Well, absolutely. Armbar Kumkamura by the Russian, so he kept going between these two holds. Oh, okay. I and just put he was working the arm. I couldn't work out what was going on here. Just... So th- that one's a Kimura, where oh, your arm's behind this. it's just on the lower of, like lower back type thing. Yes, but mm-hmm. it's basically tearing your shoulder joint, Ooh, if lovely. you think about it. Um, and then the arm bar's just um, straight in yeah. the arm. You know, you know what that is. Uh, 
he, he kept going back to it and I did just originally put mm-hmm. oh he's working the arm but then I thought if I don't put any more notes yeah. there'll be like four minutes of match and I won't have put anything yeah, else yeah true which would have been quite nice actually oh. but I felt like I needed to try and kind of keep yeah. up with what they were doing the crowd though at this point were very much so just hardy focused well of I course quite enjoyed of course I mean to be Actually, fair it was nice like because he is the underdog really let's be clear in well yeah because Kozlov was booked as the unbeaten six juggernaut. for eight absolute giant six for eight that's what Google told me I don't think you're looking at the right person. This guy is six I foot two. I googled his name. It said he was he six foot eight. Not even close. Because okay. if he's six foot eight, Hardy's six foot six. Yeah, I mean that is very true. As in, he's not. Yeah. But I, I honestly think Kozlov's about six one. Yeah. Either six way, two. he's still large. Well, large, yeah, he's a large and in man. charge. He was very much in charge in this match. Um, Hardy. Well, actually, no. Kozlov nearly mm-hmm. rips Matt Hardy's arm out. Mm. So there's a bit where he's got. Um, I don't know how to quite describe this, but he's stretching the triceps. Okay. And then yanks him off the canvas oh, from the seated yes. position. Mm-hmm. And I remember thinking, "Oh, that can't. Know, that can't feel good." My body was rather tense. I'll be honest, watching this one. And that's just because Hardy was in the match. <laughs> Give over. So yeah, Kozlov nearly rips Matt's arm out of his shoulder. Mm-hmm. Hardy eventually breaks free with a chin breaker. Yes. Kozlov quickly regains control with a headbutt, another headbutt. Mm. Back to the arm lock before Vladimir hits a DDT for two. Again, back to the arm lock. Mm-hmm. Fans really behind Matt, so I spotted that as well, yeah. who eventually gets to the ropes to break the hold. Of course. Hardy then guillotines Vladimir over the top rope and climbs up top. <laughs> I put a double shite axe handle connects because obviously oh, it wasn't a fan yeah, of it. It w- yeah, it wasn't the best. Kozlov then gets thrown to the floor, but he catches Matt in midair but still goes face first into the ring post after catching him. Yeah. Good good power spot. Yeah. To Because Matt Hardy is not a small man. No, exactly. Certainly not now. But no, that's not a, a dig. Like back in the day when he was a proper, you could say, cruiserweight, couldn't yeah. you? Yeah. But he's, like I said, he's got a bigger frame than he did then. So he's yeah, just true. a bigger it man. Shows, it just shows that the guy is strong rather than, say, if he was catching yeah. a Rey Mysterio type. Exactly. Do you know what I mean? Like... I probably couldn't, but I'd like to think maybe I could catch Ray, but mm. I definitely couldn't catch Matt Hardy. Okay. So it was more of a compliment to Vladimir okay. than it was a knock on Matt. If if I was going to knock Matt, I well, I kind of did earlier, but yeah. I was unintentionally. Well, anyway. So Kozlov thrown to the floor, he catches Matt. Uh, they go back in the ring mm. uh, and Hardy hits the side effect, kind of, only to I don't feel like Kozlov knew what he was being no. hit with there, to be honest. Matt stands on the Russian's hand as he grabs the bottom rope, which was a nice touch. Yeah, it did. I like that. It's the little eye for detail. Twister fate is avoided, but Hardy gets levelled with a clothesline as he leaps from the second rope. Yes. That was quite a good clothesline. Don't know why Matt decides to go to the second rope, because the only time no. he normally does that is for the leg drop. Yeah, I didn't... No. Mm, wasn't a fan. After just grabbing the rope, Hardy gets two from a small package. <laughs> I can't help it, I'm sorry. I know. It's a, it's a gift and a curse. Headbutt by Kozlov and the modified chokeslam sees the Moscow Mauler leave victorious. And I've missed a part. So Hardy unloads in the corner but goes face first into the top of the ring post like he did at SummerSlam 05, yes. which then busted him up. And yeah. Does the same thing here. He must have done this more than I thought. I don't know. Because... He didn't I, bleed this time, though. No, he didn't. But when he hit the post, my brain went, I've seen this. Yeah. And then but I'm, it looked more... It looked controlled. more clumsy this time, I thought. So it looked more clumsy and yet he didn't bleed? Yeah. Okay. I don't know how it worked in my head. I, I think it was more to do with the timing between I the two. I think that's what it is, rather than what he did. I think it was the pair-up between yeah. them. Fair enough. I think it's just, again, because Kozlov was so 
new in the yeah. business, very green. So yeah. you kind of have to make allowances at some point. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, headbutt by Kozlov and the modified choke slam sees the Moscow Mauler leave Victoria. So I didn't quite know what to call that choke slam because it's like a yeah, I... chest slam, but that didn't sound right. No, I know what you mean though. And I couldn't remember the name of it. I just knew that they called his headbutt the battering ram. Yeah, I think that's what they called it anyway. Um, we see then Kozlov leads the ring, and then he's got a massively bloodshot eye yes. as he stands at the entryway. And I think in the video package that they showed, he... it was even worse then. Yeah. So this was the better version of it. Have you seen how Jack T is now, by the way? No, Kozlov, he is ripped. Is he ripped? He looks. And he'd miles... be an older man as well because he was older here. He looks miles better now than he did then. Really? Really? Yeah, oh, you'd probably quite him like him actually. Um, so, if you were to grade this match, mm. going to the Meltonomics part of the show... Out of what, though? Five. Out of five? Oh, I don't know. I'm awful with things like this. I like a comparison. Um, mm, so, three and a half is half. Three and a half? Two and a half is half. There you go. Jesus. Um, oh, one and a half? 1.25. Oh, okay. So, what I mean, like, a lot of them aren't too dissimilar to what yeah. we think. If I was rating this, I think I probably... One is a little harsh, yes. but that's probably why I lean on the same as what Dave did for this. Yeah. I feel like it was a good match to start with. Eased you in a little bit... Not realistic, but why Why would this guy lose to Hardy? Like, it's not that's not realistic to that for that to happen. So, therefore, it made sense for me that he then... One. The only reason why I think he might have, well, you could make a case for, mm-hmm. is that Hardy was a champion. Yeah. And then Kozlov beats him, but, but Hardy's still a champion. Yeah. But I understand what you're saying in terms yeah. of physical frame Phys- and proportion. Yeah. yeah, I get that. Now we go back to the first backstage interaction Ooh, of the evening. Just. And who have we got sat backstage? Oh, it's, it's the strangest couple formation that I think I've ever seen. <laughs> uh, Vicky and Edge. And who's with them? Uh, Chavo. Yeah, hey. Chavo Guerrero, all three. Yeah. Nailed it. So Edge is doing Edge things by slagging off Matt Hardy. Of course. Immediately. Of course. I mean, come on, it's five years. Well, no, it wasn't five years ago. It's three years ago. Um, and you were in the wrong. Anyway, Edge goes to get ready for his match. So he isn't in the scene for that long. And then Chavo asks Vicky how he and Edge attacked Jeff Hardy in the hotel. Mm-hmm. That's a running theme of this show, which I've got a few comments on later. And Vicky denies it and says it wasn't her. Yeah. You buying it? I don't care, I'll be honest. Funny you should say that. (laughs) You might pick up a similar theme from some of my comments later in the show. She says Charvo is annoying. Mm. I agree. And asks where her coffee is. Oh, yeah, honestly. Two sugars, in case you're wondering. Vicky calls him back and says, actually, make it too splendor as she's watching her figure. Mm-hmm. Okay. Nothing. No comments? No. No, fine. Her voice was least, less annoying here, though. Well, it's because she wasn't shouting. Because I remember her as, excuse me. What that, was that again? Is I'm that not doing it. You're not doing but it? But the, no. like, the really loud shouting, and as soon as I saw her face, I was like, no, no. And I was like, oh, she's talking, it's fine. She's basically the original Dom. In terms of the kind of heat oh, that they get. Okay, yeah. Obviously, Vicky is and an ring performer. Yeah. Dom is. Uh-huh. But it's the Her same kind works. of... You're going to get booed the yes, shit out of. And sure. I feel like Dom's the only one to be able to hit that consistent level yeah. of booing since then. Because mm-hmm. even Roman gets some cheers and, yeah. and stuff. 
And then after she says that she's watching her figure, we then, for the first time of the evening, go to that poll. Oh, God, yes. So they're running a poll on this show. It's, who do you think attacked Jeff Hardy? I put, what the fuck? Who cares? I'd never seen anything like that ever before. Yeah. I'm sure there's more shows we'll watch where it's some interactive stuff like that. But Taboo Tuesday and Cyber Sunday, which were fan-voted matches. Yes. Okay. I don't know. I mean, maybe it was. Because there was a lot of focus at this time of the internet wasn't there like www.com was a big thing that is talked about so maybe it's just a oh we the internet's huge get on there yeah probably because i mean thank god they're not doing all the oh hashtag this tweet that poke this flick that (laughs) oh it's too much but we will get to our socials at the end of the show (laughs) and then we go from one backstage segment to another okay have you have i missed a page oh no no carry on you go i've found it so I'll take the lead on this one, if that's all right. So we've got Hornswoggle, Eve oh, Torres yeah. and Finlay. She's a very pretty lady. She is. She's very. gone into, is it fitness and oh, okay. acting, I think. But So we've got Little Horny is running around spanking the shit out of Eve. Oh, yeah. Nice. And then Finlay appears and apologises. Honestly. One last spank for good measure on her way out. Finlay tells his son, yeah, okay, to stay backstage as he would be safer. Do you remember this, Finley pretending that Hornswoggle was uh, his son? Yes, and later on I did Google it, I'll be honest. Yeah, it's a, a weird storyline. Yeah, very strange. And it evolved into an even weirder storyline okay. where I believe it was they were trying to come up with who's going to be Vince McMahon's oh, illegitimate son. Oh, yes, no, that I do remember. Mm-hmm. And it was supposed to be yes. Mr. Kennedy. Mm-hmm. But Mr. Kennedy started getting himself injured. Well, not getting himself injured, but he yeah, got injured. injured got himself in troubles which were very much of his own making oh, I see. and they kind of shifted i think at the end they kind of made it out it was going to be hornswoggle but then mm-hmm. finley said he was the dad and it was just an absolute shower of shit that no one cared about right but yeah so i mean imagine if that storyline had taken off though with mr kennedy being vince's son that would have made him in theory huge mm-hmm. like an ongoing force yeah i mean vince doesn't even like to claim that shane's his son I'm pretty sure if you ask Vince, he'd say Triple H was his kid. Honestly, <laughs> yeah, he had two kids, Triple H and Stephanie, and they happened to get married <laughs> like it was in Norwich or something. Just, oh dear. But yeah, so, and then after that whole mess, yes. we see Regal standing at the side of the ring, holding um, yeah. the Intercontinental title. Well, he's not holding it though, is he? Well, well no, the lovely Layla is yes. holding the title. Um, Layla was a pretty lass. Yeah, she was. She, she was. probably still is. I don't know what she looks like now. Yeah, true. But... I, f- I yeah. always forget she's English as well. Is she? Yeah, she's English, but oh, she has lived most of her life in the States, I oh, think. Oh, okay. I want to say she was a cheerleader for a basketball team. Oh, okay. I could be wrong, but I think she had some sort of dance-related background, oh. and then she did a... She was a Diva Search winner. Oh, okay. Do you remember when they used to do those? Yes, because I know Maurice was one, wasn't she, as well? She was in it. I don't know if she won it. Yeah. But I'm pretty sure another winner was Ashley Massaro. Okay. And Ashley Massaro is a former WWE diva yes. who's now passed away. She yes. had a lot of mental health yeah. issues. And there was a big thing, wasn't there? Am I thinking of the right person? Yeah, about okay. the mm-hmm. cool cool mm-hmm. girl. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And they're trying to, whether there's any truth in it or not, mm-hmm. they're trying to tie this in with Vince McMahon as well at the moment with the current allegations. Right, yes. Because so, I've seen a lot of that come up in my feeds yeah, her death, sadly, as sad as it is to say, kind of went under the radar. Yeah, sad. And it's, yeah, it's getting some light now for all the wrong reasons. Yeah, but it, it's a shame. 
I wasn't even planning on bringing that up. No, actually. sorry. Was... It's only because I just wanted to make sure I was thinking of the right person. Then. No, no, that's fine. So the match we get coming yes. up now is the number one contendership mm-hmm. for the Intercontinental title. The winner will go up against William Regal. Yeah. We have got Rey Mysterio and CM Punk. Yes, we do. This is the first time I've seen CM Punk with hair. Ever? No, not well. I've seen him on, you know, internet with hair, but yeah. as in wrestling. I've really? Never, never. I don't remember seeing him wrestle ever. I'll be honest. What do you uh, What do you think of the look then? It. I actually put a note in here towards the end, being like, if I was gonna draw, uh, I mean, I'm not drawing, but a typical wrestler, actually, him with this look would probably be exactly what I'd be drawing. Because it's like the punk. Yeah. Well, I say punk. Uh, it's, it's alternate. It's a bit it. alternative, and he's got all these. Pi- I, I again don't understand how it's safe, but he's got piercings, and. It's dirty hair, and it's a bit grubby. Exactly, that's spot on. And I just actually think it looks really good. And that falls into your era of... No, I wasn't even going to say of your type of man, (laughs) although it does, but your favourite kind of era of wrestling. It it makes sense. And he would fit right into that category as well for the time. It's funny, because I remember when he shaved his head, Mm. I hated it. And now I'll go back and see him with his hair, and I went, oh, that doesn't look right. See, to me, it took a while for me to warm up to it. Because I've only really seen him with short or shaved. And I'm like... Oh yeah, he used to have long blonde hair before this as oh, well. Oh, okay. In his Ring of Honor days, it was um, kind of... It's a little bit flat mm. in this. Again, me talking about people's hair. But it used to be kind of shoulder length and kind of blonde and a bit... You know how when I say Jeff Hardy's look wet and greasy yes. at the same time? Mm, yeah. Like that. That's what Punk's hair oh, used to okay. be, the blonde. Um and, but yeah, seeing him with hair now, I go, oh, I don't know. Because I was always thinking, yeah, you know, you yeah. made a mistake going away from it. But it's I don't know. Look. Yeah. So we see that Punk and Kofi lost the tag team titles mm-hmm. um, at a house show. I think it might have even been Madison Square Garden or something. They lost it to the Miz and Morrison. Look how young Miz looks there. I'll be honest, I was just glad I didn't get to see John Morrison. Well, you did, but still of him. Yeah, exactly. You got enough on this show, trust me. <laughs> yeah, I really did, actually. <laughs> So great gear on both men, who are apparently meeting for the first time in one-on-one oh, action, yeah. as they said on commentary about two or three times, I think. Yeah, I really liked, we know I'm going to comment on the wardrobe, really, really liked Ray's gear. I did. Really liked it. The black and pink, spot on. And I noticed that he, I've never noticed this before, the t-shirt that he has when he wears it around his waist, that's exactly what Dom does. Didn't didn't twig me because I don't remember seeing him do that. And I was like, oh, okay. Yeah, he wears one of his dad's shirt like that mm. and he wears his other dad's mullet <laughs> in Eddie. So, yeah. No, I just thought it was interesting because I was like, oh, didn't know he did that. Yeah. It turns out he doesn't really hate his dad. You know that, yeah? Oh, no, I'm very well okay, aware. Cool. It's, you, know. you know what? You know wrestling's Give fixed. Give over. Fixed? I didn't know it was broken. Fixed. fixed. <laughs> Come on now. <laughs> so a respectful shake of the hands to start indicating mm-hmm. that both men are baby faces. Nice. A bit of technical map-based exchanges between the two. Mm-hmm. Don't hate that. I'll be honest, also, I immediately got confused with the commentary change. Oh, because they went from it being ECW commentary yeah. to it being... Okay. Yeah, and I was like, hang on, this voice is different. Yeah. I was so confused, and then I realised, oh, I see what we're doing here. Yeah, this is what they used to do for the mm-hmm. uh, shows that had multiple brands. Brands a big okay. word in WWE. I quite liked it, though. Yeah, it has its moments, but you also have your favourite commentary team. Oh, of course. I mean, they do it now, to be fair, yeah. with Raw and SmackDown. Yeah. Although, actually, having said that, oftentimes on the pay-per-view, they combine. They'll take, like, Corey Graves and Michael Cole. Yeah, exactly. Et cetera, et cetera. 
So an exchange of front face locks with neither man gaining an advantage. A pair of shoulder blocks by Punk drops Ray for a quick pinfall attempt. Mysterio attempts a couple of varying covers, but Punk kicks out and knees the luchador. Mm-hmm. Getting in technical words here. Ooh. Reverse drop toe hold by Ray, but Punk cuts off Mysterio with a deep arm drag. Make it two. Ray counters out the GTS with an arm drag of his own. Very fast-paced match. Very different from the opener. Yes, that is what I... In my head as well, when it started, I was like, oh, I think this is going to be quite a quick, like, quick moving... Not duration, but like a quick moving match, which I and was it, hoping. if we were following the Holly W format, this yeah. should have started the show. Yeah, it should for me, I'll and be honest. And then Kozlov could have gone after. Yeah. I understand why they didn't. Oh, I totally understand in why your they format, didn't. that's, that's yeah. how I'd change it. Mysterio charges Punk, but is... What? Oh, elevated over the top. Who said electrocuted? Elevated over the top to the floor. The ref starts a count. Yep. Slingshot over the top and Punk nearly kills Ray Ray as he yes. slams into him and the mat. Literally slams into his head. And then it's the splat as they mm-hmm. hit the mat as well. That can't have been pleasant. Tilt a whirl backbreaker in the ring by Punk gets two. Oh, what did you what's that called? Tilt a whirl. Oh. I used to <laughs> I think it was tilt a whirl. Top of the world backbreaker. Well <laughs> yeah. it is now. <laughs> And then body scissors applied to wear Ray down. Mm-hmm. Mysterio tries to go up and over in the corner, but is caught. After a shoulder to the gut from the apron, Ray looks to spring back in, but is caught upside down in the corner. That was quite good. Yes. But it does worry me because Ray's got notoriously bad knees. Oh, I see. Which he's had see. multiple surgeries on. Uh-huh. Although having said that, he's been pretty good at avoiding injury relatively lately. I mean, I don't know. Well, wasn't he injured after the Logan Paul match? Yes. He had to get surgery, didn't he? Yes, but, but up that's until... That's a long-standing... Up until then, to mm-hmm. be fair, he was normally back for two months, out for oh, really? four months. Back oh, okay. for two months, out again. So he actually had a period where, at least maybe I just wasn't paying attention to it enough yeah. to notice, but he seemed to be there more often than mm-hmm. he wasn't. Obviously, I didn't pick the right moment to say that with him being crocked. <laughs> so upside down in the corner, also known as the Tree of Woe. Ooh. There you go. Okay. Stiff kicks to the spine, but Mysterio avoids a charging knee. Misjudge Moonsault just about connects, yes. if I'm being generous. Mm-hmm. Punk with a great setup for a snap power slam. They kind of did fast exchange oh, runs. Yeah, I didn't know what that was called either. That's nice. Arm bars being the theme. Punk slap one's on. Slap one's on. Slaps one on. There we go. Put my teeth back in. A Gargano escape. So Johnny Gargano's finishing move is, is put on here. Uh, prevents Ray from getting to the ropes, but still he eventually does oh, get course. to the ropes. Satellite head scissors by Ray sees a Fujiwara armbar of his own. Gosh. Oh yeah, I got I was I was loving this yeah. one. Punk also then grabs the ropes to escape. Of course. From the apron, Ray hits a springboard drop kick to the back, sending Punk to the floor. Just ridiculous, but okay. Yeah, we'll allow it. Yeah. That's the same thing. It's only in Mysterio matches does a man manage to fall. Neck first on the oh, middle rope as well. And no fall. other match does that happen. No, exactly. Top rope and Mysterio takes flight with a vertical crossbody and that had to hurt him. I always wonder with things like this, I watch it and I go, who is this hurting more? It's like the last one we've reviewed um, when it's oh, when it was Jericho doing the lion salt, moon salt, whatever you call it, on onto the chair. The chair. Yeah. But I watch this and I go, who are you hurting more? And I know it's not, I know it's for theatrics as well when I get that. But logically, my brain goes, you are hurting yourself no, more than someone else. I don't think that's a bad point to make out, honestly. If you, if 
because that's what I look for in a wrestling match. We should never see a move, in mm. theory, that hurts the person doing it mm. more than the other. Hurt the other person more and still hurt yourself. Yeah, yeah. Okay, it's there's a logic. Weirdly acceptable. But not the other way around, unless yeah. you're a complete fucking moron. Yeah. There's got to be a semblance of why you're doing what yeah. you're doing. So I, th- I don't think that's a bad thing to, to shout oh, out. Thanks. And Ray does go like stern and first onto Punk's head. Yes. Which isn't going to feel good. There's better ways to spend a Sunday Eve, <laughs> is what I'm saying. Springboard seated sent on by Ray before a springboard crossbody, which gets two. Mm-hmm. Back in the ring, should have said. <laughs> Victory roll also gets a two, as does the reversal. An exchange of kicks before Punk misses a knee. Second knee attempt does connect and a bulldog follows, but only two once again. Ray nearly suckers Punk in for a pin, which I thought was quite yeah. well done. 619 is ducked. GTS countered into a Hurricane Rana. 619 does connect this time. Yeah. Splash misses. Punk has a cut nose after sitting up like the dead man. And this for me was when I started the CM Punk chance proper. I got loud yep. in my ears anyway. Yeah, he started to get a... Um, a bit of a rally. A rally, but also the fans got behind him very early as well in his WWE tenure. So okay. the signs were there from the beginning, really. Ray nearly sneaks out with a crucifix pin, which I thought was quite quite good. So yes. Punk just sat up and then gets pulled back for a pin. Very clever. Hurricane Rana attempt countered into the GTS. Mm-hmm. Really good GTS. Is But this was the one that absolutely obliterated Ray's face. Yeah, so... I've got, I didn't get to that just yet because at the time I oh, didn't know. God. So he gets hit with a GTS, which looks yeah. brilliant. But Ray does this thing in his matches sometimes, and it does frustrate me, I must oh, admit. Right. Where you're supposed to be dead. You're supposed to be selling. The first thing you do is you hit the floor, you move your mask into place. Okay. And he's always fucking around. You know, like Rondi, uh, Rondi, Ronda Rousey doing her jockstrap watch. Where oh, she's always right, pulling. yeah. Ray has a thing where he does it with his... If his mask isn't working for him, yeah. he's fucking around with it right. all the time. And I'm like, I, I get it. But if you're hurt, just leave it. Yeah. Okay. Exactly. Because the last thing I'm doing, if I fall down, I've been... Even... And let's say, Mm -hmm. I have no reason to believe that he didn't actually just get his nose busted open by that knee. Looks like it. Yeah, I don't think that was a blade job. No. If I hit the floor, unless I'm mistaken it, but I thought he grabbed his mask, he didn't grab his nose and do that. Oh, okay. And it just frustrated me a little bit and it took away from the move slightly. Having said that, his nose splattered across his face. Absolutely. And sprayed over... Punk by the look of it and all. Oh, oh, what you mean because Punk had? Yeah. No, Punk had that earlier. Oh, did he? When, I said oh, when I he didn't sat up. That. When he sat up, when Ray missed the splash, oh, he was already cut there. So I don't know what caught him. Maybe a stray finger oh. or something. So after the GTS, really good. Punk gets the three and yep. is the number one contender. Nice. And do you know what I really liked is that this match finished. And what did he do? He checked that Ray was all right. Because they're both baby faces. And I really like that. Yeah. Makes I sense. Really enjoyed it. Um, I was very pleasantly surprised by this match. Yeah. I enjoyed it. So. Oh, okay. What would you give it? At five. At five. Three and, and a half. Three and a half stars. Shut up. Are you serious? Dead serious. Three and a half stars. Oh, wow. That's Maybe what... this guy is my like, kindred spirit. <laughs> Do you think it's the best match of the night in terms of rating? Um, no. Okay. In my humble opinion, no. Fine. No, just asking, just out of interest. But I really enjoyed that. You've been, you were nearly bang on with the first yeah. one because you didn't know you could do quarter stars. No. 
Otherwise, you probably would have been right. Oh, and this one, you nailed wow. perfectly. Can all go downhill from here? Yeah, but you've started so strong, you can just <laughs> yeah, but cruise. This is how you I go, do. <laughs> you go, well, I'm not trying anymore because I nailed two of them, so <laughs> yeah. I don't need to. I think three and a half stars is fair for this match. Yeah. I wouldn't have given it four stars, so no. three and three quarters if I maybe mm-hmm. and being a bit more generous, but got no issue with three and a half. Yeah. Then we go to a brooding mm-hmm. Jeff Hardy backstage. Yeah. A face painted and broody Hardy says how people were telling him to change, that he was a screw-up. Jeff says he broke his own walls down and says, one imagination. Oh, I did write that and I was like, how do I write this down? I put I as in I the Bible. One imagination. I imagination. The way he says it was brilliant. Does Jeff have what it takes? He says, people expect me to screw up. I'm always expected to yeah. fall short. Uh-huh. The irony mm. is, is that he massively screwed up after this win as well. I know. And it was a short-lived reign. I know. Through, let's be fair, his own fault. It's a shame yeah. it didn't work because he Such had all the tools. Apart, mm. His promos weren't great. To be fair, this wasn't a bad This wasn't one. bad compared to others I've seen. I We all know I love this guy. But he's if you put the Hardys together, Matt is your camera, your, your promo man. In my opinion. I would agree. He's the better. That's what Matt has over Jeff, yeah. for sure. But this this one I didn't think was too bad, although I couldn't stop looking at his teeth. One of his better promos. Yeah, for sure. Why were you looking at his teeth? They're a cracking set of ashes. I oh. think because of all the face paint and everything was dark, his teeth really stood out. And I, was, I just couldn't stop looking at his teeth. Because the veneers. Yeah. I just thought it was quite funny, the, the irony of it, really, of yeah, him saying people expect sad. me to screw up and then, you know, he did. And also, no. do all wrestlers have to speak in the third person? Is that a rule? Because he started off not doing so, and then he ended up doing it, and I was like, oh, Jeff, He, he kind of flipped between the... Yeah. It wasn't egregious enough that I noticed. Okay, good. So I'll, I'll allow him. You'll, you'll allow? Yeah, I'll allow it on this occasion. <laughs> oh, not we this now, next one. We might have differing opinions on this. Oh, really? Okay. I'm Which intrigued. is really surprising. Okay. Okay. So the next segment is JBL and Shawn Michaels. Mm-hmm. So uh, what we're seeing here is JBL offers Sean a job yes. as he prospered on the stock market yes. whilst Sean lost everything that he had through bad investments. Mm-hmm. JBL offers his chin as if you can hit me. Yeah. If you hit me, then I'm not ne- helping you. You're never getting mm-hmm. this job offer again. I actually like that. Did you? As much but as I don't him. like him, I do hate JBL as a person, as a wrestler. I didn't you mind thought this, this was I decent. Could, I was surprised myself. Oh, I'm I'm well surprised because I can bear it. Do you know why I don't think I mind it? It's because he wasn't doing that. Okay. He was. It was measured, and he. It was sinister. Yeah, it was he carried, a bit mellow. Yeah. He carried himself differently, and it actually worked for me in this. Okay. Whether I enjoyed it at the time or not, I couldn't tell you, but I was surprised. Yeah. I will say, get this out of the way, that the segment was too long. It was so long, but because it was a clip, and then a real life thing. Yes. Selfishly, yeah. yeah, in person. You know, thank you. Yeah. Live in the arena. Selfishly, for me, yeah, this was great because that was like fifteen minutes of notes, mm. and fifteen minutes of notes for me is a page and a bit usually. Oh, it was great. I got to have two drinks in this. That's a lot. I know, right? Fair enough. So JBL accepts uh, Sean's award for match of the year with Flair. Yeah, really good. Yeah, that was very really clever, really good. Although, it doesn't make sense because I don't think he'd officially accepted the job mm-hmm. as of yet. Um, but I actually really like that the way JBL came good out good heel work isn't it very very mm-hmm. good King says he wouldn't believe JBL if his tongue was notarised 
I like I that. I don't know what that means. So a notary is someone, you get a third party there to sign oh, yeah. something to say that they witnessed oh, an official contract. Right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So you have to be notarised to be able to do that. You can't just get any Tom, Dick or Harry. Mm-hmm. So he's saying even if his tongue was notarised and you ha- everything was fact, he still wouldn't believe okay. it. Okay. A good line by the king. He's got another line later in the show, actually. there's no. I don't think I've got any king hate in this no. one. But there's one line in here later which yeah. really made me laugh. Oh, okay. Really made me laugh. In the ring, we see, as you say, the live in-person portion yes. of the the segment. JBL introduces everyone to his new employee, Shawn yeah. Michaels. Mm-hmm. I think King actually mishears what he says here because he, he thinks he said acquaintance or associates. Oh, yeah. And they go, no. No, no, no. He said employee. And King's like, oh. Mm-hmm. Like, he actually sounded surprised like he yeah. wasn't aware of this. Sean Michaels' music, though, it does to me what Hulk's does. Really? I love it. I love it. You should be so angry like I was and everyone else about the SummerSlam 2005 main event then. <laughs> I just God, love Martin. the music. Give me, give me, yeah. In the WrestleManias, the old ones, that gives me joy. So in this... This awful segment for me, that music gave me a bit of joy. Well, do you know what's good is you'll see a few versions of that song oh, where really? it was before he sang it. Oh. I believe the first person who sang it might have been Jimmy Hart, the man really? from the South. He wrote it. Oh, really? Yeah, he wrote a few songs. I think he wrote one of Hogan's as well. Oh, wow. Um, then it went to Sherry Martell, mm-hmm. who you, I don't think you'll have seen. Scary Sherry. Okay. You'll definitely see her. Oh, definitely okay. see her in the WrestleMania journey. And then it was Sean doing his own vocals. Okay. And the good thing is, is that when Hogan starts fading out, is when Michael starts coming in. So lovely. So I've got a nice segue of one music into another. They're definitely there at the same time. Okay. I know for a fact that they're both on the WrestleMania Seven card. Right. But this is when Sean Michaels. Not that far. We're on threes. Close than you think. Uh, Sean Michaels was in a tag team at the time. Oh, okay. Before he was the character Mm -hmm. he became. So yeah, that'd be thank you. That was. Story time. In the ring, like I said, JBL introduces everyone mm-hmm. to his new employee. HBK says he's been hit hard by the economy, as everyone else has, and explains how he lost his money. Michael says he doesn't know how many years he has left. He didn't I mean, specify if he was going to die or in wrestling, I yeah, assume he meant. I assume so. Says he's taken JBL's offer. You sold out. Crowd chant, you sold out. <laughs> Michael say it isn't something he wanted to do. It's something he had to do. He looks like a puppy that's been kicked the whole time. Doing it time. well. Very doing much Doing it so. well. Oh, stop. <laughs> so mean. I said he's doing it well. Mm-hmm. HBK shakes JBL's hand and JBL walks off. Boom. Really odd atmosphere. Yeah. Feels empty. Yeah. Like, the like f- you could have heard a pin drop. The fans didn't really know no. what to do with that afterwards. Well, what do you do? I mean, I would have booed, clearly, but... And then the company's trying to play it off as real. So, like, the announcers are saying, like, this is, guys, yeah. this is real, which is always a difficult one to... Which I don't know how I felt coming out of the segment. The first parts I really liked. Mm-hmm. It was too long. I don't think I hated it. Okay. I probably should have hated it. I wouldn't want to... Don't get me wrong. I don't think I'd want to watch it, it now. Yeah. But because I'd forgotten this was a thing, because mm-hmm. I think they went on to have a match at know. Royal Rumble. Or, oh, no, and yeah. There's definitely some... I mean, it makes sense that it's building up for a a match between the two of them. But also, I've lost everything. I'm not really, because you still have this job, which I'm pretty sure pays you quite nicely. Yeah, but he needs the nest egg to put his kids through college, to give (laughs) handouts to all his friends that need it, to help his family, so so his family don't lose their houses. When Um, do they become responsible fucking adults and sort their own shit out? Why are you fucking getting involved, Sean? What, Sean? 
Think about it, mate. I see why you lost your money. Money management 101. Bellend. Right. (laughs) Now we go to the third in a row of segments. Don't, honestly. Well. Although. Well. Although. This one I let slide. Literally. So. so Eve Torres, fresh off her spanking, yes. is interviewing someone who probably was shit in her handbag. Randy Orton. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> Eve asks Randy how he feels going against Batista. Yeah. Before he answers, Cody Rhodes this interrupts. Was, this again was shocking for me. I don't remember him being A, here, and B, a brunette. Yep. And C, who's the other guy? Okay, we'll get to him. Okay. So Cody Rhodes, um, I think he was only about 23 or something here. Maybe. He broke into the WWE on TV. I think he was partnering Hardcore Holly. Okay. They were a tag team. I believe they were even tag team champions at one point. Oh, really? Okay. Yeah, which was interesting because Hardcore Holly's thing is he hates rookies. Mm-hmm. He will always like abuse them, for lack of a better term, okay. in the ring, take liberties with them to yeah. teach them to pay their dues. Of course. Fuck off, man. Just bully. Anyway. So Cody Rhodes went from that thing. He turned on Hardcore Holly, joined Legacy. So the Legacy group, I believe the original three were Randy Orton yeah. as the head. You've got Cody Rhodes. Yeah. You've got Ted DiBiase Jr. who wasn't actually here, so I assume he was injured at the okay. time. And you've got the gentleman there, Manu. Yeah. Okay, but don't worry, Ooh, we'll get to him. Okay. We'll get to him in a sec. Oh, okay. There's a few. There's a few points here I'd like to like to address. So. Cody Rhodes, I would like to know your thought process on getting your nose pierced. Oh my god, yes. I'm sorry. I I like a piercing on guys. Mm. Not the nose. Yeah. And I didn't even notice it. And I was like, what is that? You I was think like, that oh, was he's fetch? got a nose piercing. Was that not fetch? Um, no, but I also don't agree with... Like, that's not safe. <laughs> I'm all about safety. But no, I no thank you. Poor decision making by young Master Rhodes there. Yeah. Cody Rhodes answers for Randy. He says that he was the jewel in evolution and Batista was basically just the hired goon. Mm. An interesting spin. Don't hate it. Mm-hmm. Manu is standing there too. B-Tech Roman Reigns. Thought they said manure because all I see is shit. Oh. Just. I feel like I'm really missing something. Just That's the idea. So who... So obviously these legacy people all have yeah. effectively a bloodline yep. in wrestling i Who's think he's from his? the same i think it's like afa seeker so the samoans oh, okay. i think it's part of that right okay but he just wasn't good no was, was he around I'm for sh- a long time not, not really not at all okay. not at all he wasn't even in legacy for that long they kicked him out oh i see because he was just wasn't good i'm sure he's a lovely bloke but that wrestling especially was if you're with call. those two you've got to really be charismatic i think yeah just wrestling was not this guy's forte oh. if i'm if i'm being honest Orton doesn't say a word, which suits Holly just fine. And he walks off. Yeah, it was fine. <laughs> I just wrote, oh, he's a bit sweaty. <laughs> I've got something that I'd like to oh. throw out there. So Because they touch... No, actually... They touch. Okay. <laughs> I, I think, to be fair, I'll save it for the match itself. Okay, cool. Which isn't just yet. Mm-hmm. We then go back to the ringside area and we see uh, the Buffalo Bills at ringside acting like a complete circus of arse clowns. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. It's like, oh, we're at the wrestling. <sighs> Knuckle dragging buffoons. Back to this poll because we're we're oh, back on yeah. that again. Because w- but there's no result yet. It's just a reminder to vote in the poll. Yeah, who who attacked Jr. Oh, who attacked Jr. Who attacked Jeff? Like who, who shot, shot Jr. Jr. <laughs> yeah, that's what my brain did there. 
And uh, even JR can't pretend to give a shit. I know, but also, what does it matter? It doesn't. It, it doesn't add anything. I would have preferred, who do you think is going to win this match later? Do that. Yeah. That actually would have made yeah, sense. Yeah, because at the fine. end of it, when they do show the results, it's like a, huh. Yeah, fine. Yeah. There's some... But, yeah, never Nothing mind. Nothing came of this. It's just... On to the next match. Yay. Mark Henry with Tony Atlas, who you now know. I know. Yeah? I know. Honestly, I was actually... When I heard his name, I was like, I know this guy. Yeah. <laughs> Going up against Finlay in a Belfast brawl. Yeah. Thoughts? The fuck is a Belfast brawl? It's but having a parent that comes from Belfast, this is not what I imagine a Belfast brawl to be. Belfast brawl is basically, we've got someone Just, from like that uh, part of the world yeah. in there, so therefore it becomes a Belfast brawl. Mm-hmm. That okay. is literally the criteria. Although there were shillelaghs, so yes. I guess we should be glad they weren't throwing Lucky Charms and fucking four-leaf clovers around. And sh- <laughs> it's honestly, Guinness, Guinness here and there. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> That'd be alright. Mark Henry looks so unbelievably intimidating here. Yeah. Really, really, like I forget having not seen him for a while how yes. much of a presence yeah. he was. I mean, never going to be the greatest wrestler, let's be no. fair. But at least he had the entrance, you're like, oh shit. Mm-hmm. And then you realise he's wrestling, and then it's, oh shit. But for a different reason, obviously. Yeah. Finley comes out, I nearly said Finlay. <laughs> Finley <laughs> comes out to the same music they gave to Becky Lynch in NXT. Oh, is it the no. same? Oh, it's I, just a it's, it's a jig music, isn't exactly. it? Exactly. It's the stereotypical it's, Irish jig music. I used to love the Finleys. My name's Finley, and I love to fight. And then it was that mm-hmm. kind of doo, in the back, but not this. Doo, not doo, this. Yeah, it's also for me. This is I get that he's also in this matchup. He's the face, so it kind of works. Mm. But there's n- really no one that you're going to be intimidated by that's coming out to a happy. Like cheery music, surely. And I know it isn't an Irish or Northern Irish national anthem, mm-hmm. but I feel like that is such a cop out because it's like, yeah. don't get me wrong, British Bulldog had Royal Britannia. Yeah. But it's like, Wade Barrett didn't come out to God Save the Fucking Queen. No, true. Or King. Well, yeah. yeah. But it's, let's not. It's like how every Japanese wrestler has to mm-hmm. come out to something with a bit of Oriental vibe okay. to it. it. It's just, let's. Get away from that. Yeah. Different if the person has actually asked for that, then yeah, fair for enough. Sure. But don't let's make it a one size fit all. The two take a while to make contact, but Finley starts firing off rights when they do. Henry catches a right, scoops Finley up, and just tosses him on yeah. the top ropes, and that looks absolutely horrendous. Yeah, because he catches himself as well, I think, and it's ooh, it just made me feel nervous. Yeah, straight definitely away. stray on the ghoulies, I think, for that. On the floor, Finley hits a drop toe hold, sending Henry face first into the announce table. Didn't yeah, mind that. Fine. Mark reverses Finley and sends him from ring post to apron to barricade. I did like here though the commentary does list about twenty different variations of Irish booze. Yeah. Jameson's. Jameson's. Guinness. Yeah. Everything. All of it was listed. I was like, oh, okay, it's a good knowledge. So that's this. the commentary you pick up on, just to be clear. Um. Yep. Fine. Standing on the apron, a stamp to the uh, stamp by the Irishman, but then Henry sweeps the leg and Finley crashes down. Mm-hmm. Again, didn't particularly yeah, hate that. No. Back in the ring, and Henry misses a splash, allowing Finley to pounce. Now we have weapons. Oh, he picks up my weapon of choice. In a he minute. does. <laughs> Here I put Tony Atlas looking like an honorary member of Right to Censor. Oh, because he uh, he did kindly cut the uh, sleeves off of his shirt. Well, you got to let the pythons breathe, brother, haven't you? It. I mean, he's got great arms, so it's fine. But again, it's the comment I made about right to censor. Like, why? Why? Yeah, and he's choosing Just, that. Yeah, true. Aimlessly thrown trash can skims Henry in the ring, which I thought was actually yes. quite funny. 
because yes. that might that still annoy you as well. Oh, for they? sure. Atlas then hits Finley with the lid on the arse. Finley just no sells it and then kicks him in the head. <laughs> kicks the old bitch in the head and he goes down. It was fun though. I laughed at that. He sold it like a treat as well. I did. Honestly, what Tony Atlas, I, f- I completely forgot he was back in this era as well. It was just as the manager of Mark Henry. I don't know if he mm-hmm. did anything else, but deary, deary me. The Mark Henry, oh sorry, then the Mark Henry. No, I'm going to go with that now. The Mark Henry fucking kills Finley with a trash can lid. Mm-hmm. He kills the bastard. Yeah. A legitimate strong man who's swinging a trash can like that. I don't care what he's swinging. He no, a piece it doesn't of paper. matter what it's, I was going to say, it, doesn't, it could just be his hand. Yes. That's going to do damage, that let suck. alone anything else. I thought he was out. Other yeah. than the way he fell. When he yeah. when that first hit, I was like, that's good night, Irene. Yeah. Henry then decapitates Finley by jumping on the back of his head through the ropes, which was actually quite an impressive spot. Yes. Sending, landing there, and then he does the Brock Lesnar bouncing uh-huh. from foot to foot. Again. Wasn't angry at that. Henry shouts, you wanted a fight, you got a fight. Ooh. To him. Again, okay with that. Ooh. Back in the ring and Finley lands a trash lands with a trash can mm-hmm. and I'll be honest this is where I start to go I'm getting bored of this now yes but to me this is where I start to go where is he he's coming so kendo stick yay there it is kendo stick to the knee chest and neck mm-hmm. kneeling DDT follows another big trash can only gets two Henry back in control with two headbutts to be fair his nut is massive I mean I wouldn't want to be headbutt by anybody, but no. especially not him. Yeah, he's just an absolute war- no, like it's tank. a warthog of a head. I was going to say just because it's it almost it's not disproportionate to his body. No, but it's you can still tell it's massive. Yeah, like oh, actually, you know when they do the world's strongest man, they lift the Atlas stones. Yes, that's mm-hmm. what I'm saying. So yeah, no, you're right. I agree. Yeah, forget not getting headbutted by Samoan. I don't want to get headbutted by Mark no. Henry. No, thank you. Henry misses a massive whoopsie in the corner. <laughs> Like a butt splash. I don't, I don't know what. <laughs> I'm going with a... A whoopsie. Well, it's a whoopee cushion, yeah. I think. But yeah, I'm going with whoopsie when you miss it. Finley grabs the shillelagh, and God knows I don't know how to spell that word. I, I spelt it phonetically. How did you do it? Because I got a bit fancy with mine. Sha. Line. Yeah. Lay. Line lay. And I know that's not how you spell it, because I googled it, but phonetically for me, that's how I knew I'd say it. Well, I knew I'd say it right, but I don't think I spelt it right, so... Um, so Finley grabs the shillelagh but it's cut off by a big boot Henry snaps the shillelagh in two Kendo stick gets broken next which was already broke anyway and now yawn a bear hug and this is when I'm like oh yeah no this this was not for me we know how I feel about things like this but who appears hey Swoggle appears (laughs) of course he does but he's knocked off the ropes immediately I mean why he was climbing I don't know what he thought he was doing (laughs) And I was like, what are you going to do? You bounce off him. He's like, what was that? I don't, he wouldn't even look at you. Henry uses himself then as a trash compactor. That was, he, I liked that. Mm-hmm. Clever. Yeah, I didn't, didn't hate that either. As he crushed a trash can between himself and Finley in the corner. Yeah. Henry then comes charging with the steel steps. Uh, he's dropped courtesy of a drop kick to the knee. And then the commentator claiming, oh, he smashed his head off the steps. No, he didn't. No, he didn't. <laughs> but they also tried to tell us that it takes four people to put those steps around the ring and my brain went well yeah there's four corners but no there's not but also it doesn't because i'm sorry i've seen other matches with other people when they've lifted them by yeah. themselves yeah so don't i don't lie i don't think it's not heavy 
sure it is awkward also, to carry as well. But four people. I'm pretty sure I could carry a hundred pounds myself. I'd like Two to people. Look at the people that they're getting to do it. because yeah. they need to save well, to money. Fair, and... Have you seen the ring crew? <laughs> Stop. Stop. So after that. The trash compactor. Henry with the steel stairs. He drop, misses it by a mile. Yeah. Hornswoggle then slides a second shillelagh. Very nicely slid, yes. actually. Finley cracks Henry on the skull. One, two, three, and thank God this one's over. Bosh. It gave me a lot of time, though, to Drink. Google a what shillelagh was. Yep. Obviously, it's a... Are you going to enlighten me? Well, so it's an Irish, um, effectively like a walking stick. This one was really small, though. But in traditional Ireland... It's meant to be a walking stick that's got a club on the end so that it could be used in self-defence. However, it is illegal to have them in Ireland. Because of people using it as weapons. Exactly. Okay, well then I don't hate it Um, being used in this instance. And then, oh, Finlay was 50 in this match. Yeah, I believe that. And also gave me time to Google the story of Hornswoggle being his son. Go on. So, Google A told Sto- me... Story time with no, uh, I, I, I don't think it's long enough to okay, be a story. Um, and it basically interview. It was an interview with his actual son, David Finley, which, hello, he's a bit of me. The one that I pointed out in New yes. Japan pro wrestling, yeah. <laughs> absolutely. Um, saying that his parents sat him down when he was like a kid at school and basically said to him, Right, this storyline is going to happen on TV. You have to go along with it. So, And he said he went to school and kids were saying to him, oh my God, is that your brother? And he had to say yes. And they gave him a story of how he had to explain why he doesn't live with them and how he found out he was his brother. He said it was very odd as a kid being entangled in this, but having also nothing to do with it at all. Kayfabe's real brother. You've got to keep that story going. So that's just made me chuckle that did i think i actually might have heard that before but that was still good to, to recount yeah, oh, i like being educated thank you good. it's probably the last time i'll do it on here no work, you probably did some research in this i expect now for every show that you Ooh, pick okay. you have some something to enlighten uh, me on i'll give you something i'm sure okay no i don't know I'm sure yep let's just carry on so if you were rating this match out of five oh. what would you give it um hmm oh i see mm, was it better than was it better than Hardy and the first one? Um, two. One. Also, they said it's less mm-hmm. less good. Such good English. <laughs> Such good English. Yeah, so. I think I would struggle to do like a quarter point as well. Like that just doesn't make sense to me. So I just said two. I yeah. I think I would. I wouldn't say it was any worse than the no. uh, Hardy match, but I wouldn't say it was better than it. Just a bit too long. So, one not harsh but maybe I'd go for the same score as I gave the Hardy match so 1.25 because I wasn't I was equally yeah. not entertained by both of them okay but Fair. again not not miles off not miles Fair. off that's the first one you've been off by um, a whole I star I know I told you that that's it now I'm done uh, yeah maybe maybe backstage again yeah Santa Hass and the Divas yeah so backstage we see Santa Hass Charlie Hass dressed mm-hmm. up as Santa the Bellas, when they look the same. Yes. Candice, Michelle, Melina and Tiffany. Ah, oh, yes. There was some I was like, I don't know who these people are. Let's be clear. So Santa, mm. he asked the Divas, because it's that time of year. It's obviously it's December. Mm-hmm. Santa asked if the Divas have been naughty or nice. Oh, of course. As he has brought them presents. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Baby. 
I think one of the divas mm-hmm. might be Melina when she's asked to be naughty and nice. She points at herself and kind of shakes her head like, no. Um, I don't know what she's trying to suggest there. No. I'm too, far too innocent for this stuff. When out of nowhere yeah. comes Santino Morella and Beth Phoenix. She looks great. Yep, this is probably her, as you would say, pinnacle. Pinnacle. We'll go with pinnacle because yeah. I didn't want to say peak. But there we go. <laughs> she looked, Yeah, I just thought, wow, she looked bloody great. And they're there to flaunt Beth's slammy victory. Oh, of course. Being the best diva of the year. Absolutely. Which um, Santina Marella tries to latch on to, but gets swiftly reminded that, no, it's mine. Yes. And then all of a sudden, Boogeyman appears when Santino tries to get a present out of there. This guy used to scare me. Honestly. I, I, I Literally, this guy and Kane used to scare the crap out of me. So do you want to know an interesting story oh, about I the don't Boogeyman? No. He's the guy that did used to have worms, like... In In his his mouth. mouth. Yeah. So when he was presented with this character and told what he was going to do, he didn't have an issue with it. Okay. The only thing which he had to think twice about, I don't Mm -hmm. know if this is real, because I can't believe that this is presented to someone and then then go, yeah, okay, this is a good thing that I can then take forward. Okay. They asked him to get his front teeth removed. Stop. And allegedly, that is what happened. Oh, does he not have teeth? The front teeth, I think they're they're false. Uh, at least that's the story coming out. And I don't know if I've been like Ooh. done there on on the series oh, I'll of events. I have to have a Google later. But he, I'm creepy. sure he said it in an interview that he had to take oh, his hey. teeth out for the character. No, thank you. Exactly, it's not worth it, is it? And no. I think he was in his mid forties, by the way. Oh wow! At this point, but uh, he this not here because what happens next honestly boggled my mind. But I was like, he. I remember being younger and he scared me. Mm-hmm. Not here. Let's be clear. Also, I don't want to, you know, put an age on it. But you were nineteen at this point. Oh yeah, I know, but okay. you could still get a twinge of like, oh, that's still creepy. Are you getting a twinge for the boogeyman? I'll give over. Okay. Santino runs away and runs straight into Goldust, who's standing under mistletoe. Goldust is singing. <sighs> boogeyman and Goldust exchange gifts. Mm. Apparently, I, I, I'm yeah. dumbfounded at but, this point. Yeah. And then they all sing. We wish you a Merry Christmas and... But they bring other people in. Yeah, referees. They? So I, I, the way I put it was the cast of Afterthoughts. Okay. The appear. people that aren't included in the show. Let's pretend this is the 2001 Battle Royal of Irrelevancy. Oh, God. To see who gets a contract. Okay. Just people that don't really have anything doing on the card. And we see the vegetative-looking Festus. Oh, is that who that was? Do you know who that actually is? No. Luke Gallows. Shut up. Stop it. Same person. Is it? Yep. Fuck off. No, seriously, that's oh Luke Gallows. Oh my god. Mm-hmm. Wow. Yeah. Oh my god. Yeah. Genuinely, like, so shocked and surprised by that. He's playing, like, a heightened version of the Eugene character yeah. almost, where he's completely brain dead, but when the bell rings, he turns into a psychopath oh, okay. and then stops. I've never, 100% never seen that. And then the bell rings again. Oh. And he goes back to that. It's Weird. bizarre. Bizarre. Interesting career arc. Although, um, with the next person that comes on screen, literally his face was mimicking what mine was doing. What the fuck? Yeah. <laughs> so, as Holly indicated, we now see Mr. Kennedy yeah. on the screen. So, Mr. Kennedy says, drink responsibly, and most importantly, don't do drugs. I was not drinking responsibly. I needed another drink by that, that segment. 
So, with Mr. Kennedy saying, be responsible, don't do drugs, yes. I'm just going to refer to an article here, oh, uh, where according to documents between October 2006 and February 2007, Kennedy received shipments of anastrozole, which is steroids, somatropin, growth hormone, and testosterone, which is a steroid. Probably not the man to be delivering the anti-drug messaging for WWE. Even if he does sign off and go, Mr. Kennedy! That's so good. Kennedy! I'm very impressed. I can do it much louder, but I think that will look at the audio spikes on that. Oh my God. So I used to get asked to do that at school. That's so good. It's it's one of the few that I think actually I'm all right on. That's very good. But I haven't heard it back. So apologies listeners for that. It's very loud, but it's very good. So yeah, I could do that. I used to recite the whole oh. entrance thing that he did because he used to announce yeah. where he was from. But anyway, and apologies for my wife who's in another part of the house, probably going, "Oh God," <laughs> just regretting all her life decisions. Finally, a match. Oh, I know. It's only been about forty-five minutes. Batista. Yes. Randy Orton. Oh yes. One on one. It's on like Donkey Kong. The Battle of the Pants. Well, interesting. Mm-hmm. You should say that. Mm-hmm. We see the promo package showing the origins of the two in Evolution. Now, this might be a controversial opinion. Okay. Evolution as a faction were the younger generation's version of the Four Horsemen. That's who they were supposed to be taken Uh apart of, basically. So, Ric Flair and the Four Horsemen with Arn Anderson, Uh Tully Blanchard. They had various other fourth members over the years, but the main... Ole Anderson was in the original four. I think... The evolution faction mm-hmm. is every bit as good for this generation as the Four Horsemen were back then. Okay. That isn't me saying I think evolution are a better faction. No. But that's as close as you're going to get comparable. to comparable. We had people like the NWO, DX, yeah. Nation of Domination, yeah. various other factions that have come and gone in that time. Some of them were good, some of them were not good. Yeah. But Evolution, I really liked. Yeah, I thought I really, as a faction, really as a group did. together, you've got the, Very the good. veteran of Ric Flair. Mm-hmm. You've got Triple H, who's just yes. everywhere mm-hmm. at the time. Batista, who was the muscle of the group, and Randy Orton, who's supposed to be the next like generation. Like the up-and-coming, yeah. Really enjoyed that faction, yeah. and I thought it was worth noting. And obviously, that's how these two yes. came through. They both graduated the OVW 2002 yes. class, as you know. And I liked the, for me as well, this, I, my memory is awful i say it every single time i don't remember any of this so the little pre-video package helped actually helped me go oh okay makes sense mm-hmm. and holly hello how do you feel about bald teaster <laughs> i like it hmm? this is a good look for him this yeah. is his best look he is jacked he has a good presence is what absolutely. i put absolutely randy orton arrives with fellow members of the legacy faction i said do you remember them no. so well well i knew Right. I meant legacy as a faction. Oh, I right, think yeah. we kind of addressed yeah. that earlier in that segment. As much as Batista has a presence, so does mm-hmm. Randy Orton. I have to give yeah. it to him here. Yeah. He actually felt like, and he carried himself very well. Yes, very, very well here. Mm-hmm. I don't care for the way he kind of carries himself as much now, but here, okay. very good. I, I bought into it. Very good. And I, before we get into like actually the match part of it, Batista's entrance always good for me when he goes into like the really low squat. And to me, it's like the machine gun arms, basically, when the pyro goes off. Loved it. Great. Saliva, isn't it? I think so, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, good song. That's yeah. on my, um, my, and it's on my iPod. It's not Ooh, on my iPod. Oh, all right. It's on Spotify. Granddad. <laughs> I was late to the iPod game as well. Yeah, iPod shuffle. Never had a shuffle. Oh. 
Uh, the first one I had, no. The oh. first, I said I was late. I had like one of the first photo storage ones oh, as well. Oh, okay. And I think that might be the only iPod I ever had. Nice. <laughs> right. Oh. I've just got to, because I, I know I put in a line here that I don't think I've mentioned. Oh, no, it's in the next line. Good. Long collar and elbow tie up. And I now notice that Batista looks like an inflated Randy. Right. So this leads on nicely to my point of I'm sure it's intentional. They are identical. Like the gear is identical. And the way I looked at it was if I was explaining to someone who had never watched wrestling before, who was who? Eyes, the tall one with a shaved head with tattoos. Black pants. Wait, uh... And the I, bigger one. Have to, yeah, you li- but literally, and I'm sure it was intentional, of like, effectively, you're this age, I'm this age, maybe it's a, you're coming up to take my place, I don't know. But but they came around at the same time. In fact, Randy Orton, I think, debuted on TV mm. before Batista did, and Batista's yeah. a fair chunk older yes, he, than yes, Randy Orton. Yes, he is. Uh, Orton was 28, and Batista was 39. Yeah. So 39, I, wow. I, it looks fucking good for it. No, he doesn't. Do you not think in this match? He looked like it looks good, but Batista briefly looked slightly young in like 2003, right? 2004, and then ever since then, he's just looked like a man, yeah. And I don't mean that as an insult, but I just wouldn't go, Oh, you're a young man, okay. But I, yeah, at at times I was like, Oh, the matching gear is a bit confusing, but then I was like, "Mm, I'm sure there's a reason. Fortunately for us, we both knew who each individual was, so it wasn't. I just looked for the belly ring tattoo. Oh, God. What's the, what's the reverse of a tramp stamp? Oh, I don't know. Slag tag is what I'd call it, but... That is what it is now. I like that. We get a classic side headlock from Randy Orton, mm-hmm. who's lifted by Batista because he's a strong boy. Absolutely. And walk to the ropes. Back to the side headlock because Randy. Mm-hmm. And Randy goes for a drop toe hold uh, and front face lock. Third side headlock because Randy... Sees Batista stonewall Orton as he returns from a whip. Randy looks concerned, so he's been put on his ass from a shoulder yes. tackle. He's scooting oh, off, gosh. going, oh, hang on, you might be more of a problem than I mm-hmm. thought you would be. Orton butt scoots away, but it is a ploy as he pulls Batista out of the ring via the middle rope. I like that. Yeah. You knew what was coming here. Oh, you yeah. You knew what was coming here. Holly gets annoyed as Manu <laughs> blindsides Batista, who is swinging at Cody. Ref ejects them, though. Very early on, thank God. You're out of here. I thought that would be the saving grace for you. That they for me, early. yes. Because I knew it wasn't a case of we're going to walk you to the ring and we're going to bugger off. It was a case of we're here and we're staying. Also, when they come to the ring and then bugger off, what's the point? Are they that thick they can't get to the ring themselves? But also, if I'm Randy Orton, I'm bringing a bigger crew at this point. <laughs> like, right. Batista looks like he could have eaten them both. It's an image I wasn't quite prepared No, but for do you know what I mean? Like, yeah. Cody Rhodes now, obviously he's older body is very different to 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 me how it was he's filled out a bit yeah yeah but i'm just like that's not imposing to me not well, i don't know how to explain it when you know you've got I mean? a stud ring in your nose to be quite wow. honest it's just it still angers me when i think about it randy sends batista's shoulder first into the ring post now what now he works over the arm yep kimura and shoulder locks to wear the animal down and take away his power smart psychology but Batista still powers out. Absolutely. Orton takes a clothesline in the corner, make it two, and a power slam follows. Playing to their strength. So Randy mm-hmm. Orton, as much as I dislike the lengthy side headlocks, 
very much part of his game, yeah. trying to not give Batista, Batista the opportunity. Batista is a powerhouse. Exactly, mm-hmm. so playing to their strengths. Orton <laughs> slides down the back of Batista bomb. What? Sorry, I'm just seeing what I've put next. Okay, I'm not even going to read the rest of my line until you've said your bit now. <laughs> this what? is a juicy thigh-off. <laughs> okay. I'll tell you what, though. Batista, obviously, well, not obviously, he just didn't, I wasn't really watching at this time. But he's got a good pair of thighs on him and all. Of course he does. Absolutely massive. Good size. Yeah, you'd have to. If you had, like, I mean, it would look silly if you had clean pin legs. legs. You'd look like a, like a jacket potato. I just with didn't know where to look. I really had to focus to watch the rest of this after I'd spotted his juicy thighs. Juicy. It's the word juicy. Uh, it's like a juicy, juicy. Yeah, no, you do. I prefer mine on a chicken. <laughs> Orton slides down the back of Batista Bomb and connects with a jumping neck breaker. Quite like that. Yeah. Cravat lock. Ooh. Mm. So it was the one where he had the his hands clasped like that yeah. with Batista's head in between. Oh, that's what that so was cravat called. Lock. Okay. Chris Hero is a big proponent of those. Mm. Yeah, so the cravat lock on Big Dave, but Batista body slams. Oh, yeah, Big Dave. Big gets, Dave. Yeah. And then I realised after a while why yeah. I started writing that. I'm Great. not going to mention it, so you're fine. Thank you. Uh, Batista body slams out and drives multiple shoulders in the corner. Mm-hmm. Orton thrown over the top rope, and now he's nursing his shoulder, which had been, well, seen him out of well, action of for course. months. Yes. Do you know how Randy managed to injure himself? Oh, no. So back in the day, when Randy Orton was doing his setup for the RKO, oh, you that know he goes awful... down onto the press Yeah, I've got notes in this later on when he does that later. So he used to direct yes. fist punch into the canvas. Uh-huh. He did that too hard. Dislocated his shoulder. Oh, shit. Dislocated his own shoulder from hitting the canvas. Jesus. So after that, he changed it to the forearm smash on the canvas because he didn't want to do that anymore because of the damage he'd already done. Okay. So what do you say? While while we're on the topic, what are your notes on it then? So let me... It's quite far down because I think it's near the end. Um, Oh, yeah. So when he does it now, I like that because it's short and it's sweet. When I saw him do it in this match, it's not even here, I think. It's a little bit later on. He, It's really a long Possessed. thing. And it's there's a hip thrust in there. It's like a, it's like he's dry humping the floor. And I thought I'd enjoy it. But actually, it gave me a little bit of a nick. Oh, sorry. A is little, that your first admission? A little, a little, little bit. Oh, Shrek gave you the ick for the Don't first time. Don't call him that. That's so you mean. You say stop. I didn't come up with this. Just a little bit. I mean, it very quickly oh. vanished as soon as it came. But... I was just like, oh, definitely prefer the way it's done without the hip thrusting. Fair enough, fair enough. Orton delayed middle rope DDT, and now I'm annoyed. Oh, you, why do you hate that though? That's because classic. It, it, it I mean, I know you just you would good. just step out of it if you were that person. That's why I don't like it. Okay. If you've like been knocked out and then dragged over and then, then it dropped, makes sense. or he does it quickly, do it quickly. Yeah, I don't I have an issue. Yeah, it's the waiting around, isn't it? As soon as you got their feet there, do it Boss. straight away. Mm-hmm. Do all your theatrics of the, oh, oh, I can't wait, and then bang. But he just yeah. pulls them there, stays there for ages. And yes, he kicked Batista beforehand, but not enough to do to go, oh, I'm just going to yeah. Just goofy. Okay. Uh, com- Any time he does a good one of those, I'll credit him for yeah. doing a good okay. one. And he's done one good one. Mm-hmm. I think in the awful match at uh, Battleground with Jinder Mahal, yes. one of them he yeah, did it was very a quick, well. It was a quick one, wasn't it? No issue with that. Yeah, true. Oh, that gets a counter too. Uh, mm-hmm. Methodical stomps by Orton as he works around the animal. Another thing that he was very much doing at that time. Mm-hmm. Big punch to the head and Batista flops to the floor. Mm. A chin lock by Randy and he's officially boring me now. I have a question. Yep. 
the commentary says, oh, the ref needs to check that this doesn't become a chokehold. Mm-hmm. Why? So a chokehold's technically illegal. Oh, but isn't it exactly the same as a, like a reverse chin? I don't understand the... That, it's a very good question. So a chin lock is where your arm is yeah. going to be on the chin. So okay. there's the neck's free. Right, okay. A choke is if you're putting like a... Pressure as on it sounds. To... A sleeper hold's different because you're yeah. putting it on the Pressure arteries. Points. Okay. But a choke would be straight on the windpipe. Okay. So that is the distinction between Oof. the moves. I was threads confused. Fair so. question, because I used to get confused, because I thought, because yeah. back in the day before I started watching MMA, mm-hmm. I thought a sleeper hold was effectively a choke, like yeah. cutting off the windpipe, but it's not, it's the, the blood supply uh, to the head. So I think that's the distinction that they're making. Okay. Good question. Thank you. Few in the crowd actually start chanting boring as well. Don't know if you caught Ooh, that. Oh, did they? There's about, there's only a smattering. It wasn't a loud okay. one, but I, I heard it and I was like, good. Batista gets up with Orton still wrapped around him and drives him oh, back yeah. into the buckles to escape. Gives him a piggyback. He does. They trade right hands uh, and on their feet, which Batista gets the better of. He would do, the bigger man. Of course. Power slam counter. Orton runs into a big clothesline and is again sent into the outside or to mm. the outside. Man in the crowd at this point shouts, Over here, Batista! Give me a piece of him! How do you see all that hear all this? It was so loud. Oh. It was so loud. And I was like, I didn't know Holly was in attendance. Uh, what? Uh, the, the fact I said bloke is unfortunate. But it's because <laughs> he was asking for Randy Orton to be thrown on him, oh, basically. Oh, okay, fine. I'll let you off then. No, it's because you're a dirty pervert. I know I've pervert, got a deep voice, you're a man. that's taking the piss. <laughs> I realised, after I wrote it, Rude. I thought, I need to say person shouts, not man. Mm-hmm. But This big old man. I never said big old man. <laughs> see, see how women twist things. See how that happens. Yeah, it's not what you actually verbally say. It's what I hear. It was the, the spaces in between the words. Yes, that, yeah, of course. that I filled with my own words. Yes, and then put them in my not mouth. All women do. Yes, I'm familiar with it. <laughs> familiar with your working. So after that, madman in the crowd shouts that out. Batista climbs up. Oh top for some unknown reason because this always ends well yeah a massive guy on the top rope and Orton superplexes him for his troubles of course he does because honestly yeah yeah. i I didn't batista going up there was dumb superplex fine yeah batista then reverses a whip and hits a spine buster for two yeah batista bomb and rko countered in quick succession yeah the animal hits a black hole slam which also gets a two oh okay I call it a black hole slam. I don't know what they call it in WWE, mm. but um, Abyss, who was a big worker in TNA, quite a scary dude. I always wanted him to come over and have a feud with The Undertaker. Oh, His finishing okay. move was called the black hole slam, and it wasn't. it's much better than what Batista did, but it's effectively the same thing. So after the black hole slam, which gets a two, a spear gets countered by a kick, which I thought was quite good. Both men, to me at this point, looked like the wind had been taken out of their sails. Yeah, Batista used to get blown quite mm-hmm. quickly poor choice of wording very poor choice but used to i blow understood up in a match. perfectly what you meant it was my face that they made you think yeah. wait what did you just say yeah batista stops it um the oh hang on a sec no counter by kick orton hits his unique neck breaker over the back which i still don't think can be particularly nice this gets a two as well orton then spits frothing at the mouth oh. waiting for an rko it is disgusting holly Ew. that gave me the ick Oh. <laughs> Batista stops it, however, and hits a back suplex, mm-hmm. spine buster, hybrid for another yeah. two. Orton then hits a chin breaker. Randy follows with a DDT and looks for the punt. But Big Dave counters with a spine buster <laughs> into the buckles. On the second rope, Batista throws right hands. 
Then Autumn oh, yeah. goes for like an Alabama slam. So he's That's, walking out the corner. The crowd actually woke up at that point because they just like to count. Yeah. They, they love a count. Just like to count. Showing off like it's Sesame Street over here. <laughs> Love to count. Oh, <laughs> ah, ah, ah. <laughs> so as Autumn's walking away trying to go for the mm-hmm. Alabama slam, um, he basically misjudges it, pulls Dave to his feet. Yeah. Dave hits the Batista bomb. Yeah. That is all she wrote. Orton looks dead when he's hit the floor. I just know that he... Oh, well, I just noticed his eyes were closed. I think I was kind of willing this to be finished. And I saw his eyes were closed and I was like, oh, it's done. Yeah. Because you've ruined that for me. Just Sorry. FYI. It's not always, but it is It's often, most of the time. It's it really, good... There's one later on that I'm gutted that I'd look for it now. Sorry. And then, yeah. So, are you yeah. happy? How, what did you think of the match and what would you rate it? I... Right. I liked it. Didn't love it. There was a lot that could have been improved. But I think I had a real high expectation of it. I think in my head, when I saw it, and I saw... Just because, they're to me, they're like powerhouses. And I thought it was going to be proper, like... Not even long. Just... It was going to make me go, ooh, okay. But not for the reasons that you probably think it would. Like, mm. actually impressive. But it just kind of, to me, was a little bit like... Hmm. That's not, that, that is yeah. the, word, the word I would use to describe it. Hmm. As bad as it sounds... I've said my feelings from Randy Orton in the past. Yeah. I don't really get excited for his matches. I know you don't. Especially if it's one-on-one because I, the, his in-ring style, although it's perfectly serviceable, he doesn't mess up. No. He's very clean it's with very what good. he does. A lot of the psychology parts of a match he does, spot on, yeah. really good. The actual content of the matches, nah. No. No, oh, not okay. really for me. So what would you give it? Oh, I don't know. This is really hard. Um, I don't remember what I gave. What did I give CM Punk and Ray? You gave that three? three and a half. Three and a half. And it was bang on. This to me doesn't come close. Two and a half. Two and a half. Shut up, really? Mm-hmm. Oh my God, I'm so impressed with myself. I think that's generous. I think this is two at best. Okay. Um, I was more bored by... No, no, that's not true. This was only mildly more interesting to me than the ones that came before it. Okay. It had some enjoyable moments, but it wasn't enough to carry it to... Two and a half for me. Okay. I don't begrudge someone for thinking that, but my yeah. personal preference would put it closer oh, it's to two. All about personal preference. Yeah. We then get a Slammy Awards recap. Oh, don't we just? Jericho, Punk, Phoenix, <laughs> Edge and Vicky, Miz and Morrison, Shawn Michaels. This and had th- me exhausted. And then it kind of turns into promos for the two big title matches that we've still got on the card. Mm-hmm. But before we get there. Oh. Yeah. I'm struggling to find the right words to describe um, what this match is, but it's a oh, okay. Sansa's Little Helper four-person, yes. four-woman tag. Yes, it was. The competitors. Yep. Maria, Kelly Kelly, Michelle yep. McCall, Mickey James. Yep. Maurice, Victoria, Gillian Hall and Natalia. Yeah. First question, what the fuck is a Sansa's Little Helper eight diva tag match, Holly? <laughs> Well, um, I do believe it's an excuse to get the women to wear not many clothes. And uh, also, it gives the audience time to go get beer. Oh, there could but no not men, be... But no men would have gone, but all the women in the audience would have gone and got the beers no, by this point. their hands were already full watching this match, <laughs> I think it's fair to say. I'll be honest. I knew it was coming at some point. And actually, all I did was just get fully envious looking at the women. That's... it. Yeah, like, same. Oh, yeah. Totally. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Who's your favourite in terms of? Oh, if I had to pick one, Michelle McCall, out of okay. that, out of her outfit as well. I mean, we know I love Kelly Kelly, 
but there's one that's a mile above the others for me in this in in this for me it was her she was mickey james he's yeah. smiling hey yeah. see you know you will yeah i was gonna say if you had to guess who <laughs> yeah, mickey was, why mickey james then because to me she looked the worst she looked the most natural out of all of them and very girl next story in this which yeah. i know is your uh, is my your favorite that is my mo yeah motus operandi Ooh, fancy i'm very square today very square <laughs> so thank you for clarifying that first of all okay. um Secondly, best I don't give my thoughts on any of these outfits. No, I don't. I don't think it's a good idea. No, nope. uh, they look just fire though. Fire. Couldn't comment. Rockets. In uh, my for me, they certainly weren't ugly. No, absolutely not. Mickey James and Marie start this off, and safe to say my expectations are low for this one. I had a very low expectation. I'll be honest. Actually, the opening exchange is not as bad yes. as I thought it was going to be. Maurice looks to duck out the ropes after losing out in that exchange between the ropes, which I thought was actually quite good. Mm-hmm. Didn't didn't have an issue with it. It's a lot of hair, though. Oh, it's a lot of hair. I think and Maurice brings 90% of it. Yeah, and she looks not hers, odd but... here, actually. There's something not quite right. I think this skinny. was the, yeah, I want to say era, but not where she was. Her face also was very foundation tanned. Yeah. yeah. The rest of her body, not so much. And the hair was a bit more, I say this as a girl, so kind of, I feel like it's understandable, more yellowy toned rather than the platinum blonde that she has now. No, fair enough. Interesting to get your take on that. Thank you. Natalia in and her and Mickey go nose to nose. Mm -hmm. If you're going to have a match of any, just let these two have a match. Yeah. Don't need everyone else. No. Slap by Natty and Mickey hits a Thez press, which I've taught you the origins of that move. Big slap in return and Kelly now gets the tag. Yeah. Okay. Oh, okay. Oh, you're going to be nice about her. So, we know my thoughts on Kelly Kelly as a wrestler. I thought she was really good, eh? I thought she did pretty well. Good. Okay. She She showed off her gymnastics background. Which they mentioned on commentary. Of course. So, Kelly gets a tang. She does a good sunset flip, which only gets a one. The longest limbs I've ever seen, though. It does look odd. She has 90% arm and leg. Yeah. Yeah. For someone who, I'm sure she's tall, but she doesn't look like she's like six foot tall. No. Oh, no. But she's a lot of leg. I want to say she's probably about five. I'd put her at 5'10", I'll I be honest. I reckon if you look it up now, she's 5'7". Yeah, yeah, which is very odd to me, because that's my height, <laughs> and I don't look like that. Yeah, but you say you've got a really long torso. And yeah, I'm like limbs. 10% leg, 90% body. Hello now. <laughs> Hello. So a good sunset flip only gets the one. Mm-hmm. Natty catches the boot, and after a really pregnant pause, then mm. Kelly flips off, because they needed to get the time right, because if she falls on her face, oh, yeah, no. good night. No. So she lands it, does well, clothesline. Yeah. And then uh, Matt Stryker comes out with a line here. Oh, okay. Kelly celebrates Hanukkah. What a hot Hebrew she oh, is. Yeah, I did. Yeah, I did hear that. And then Taz says, well, Matt Stryker there with the most com- uncomfortable line of the night. <laughs> yeah. I mean, you got King there. How are you coming out with this? Also, what's the point? I mean, if she is, great. Yeah. I don't care. what? I'm not wondering. I wonder Give what her rolling. religion is. Yeah, no. Yeah. Yeah, odd. I wonder if she celebrates the Sabbath. Jesus. So Kelly flips um, out of a wrist lock, which again was good, and mm. delivers. And this is the bit where mm-hmm. I'm a weak drop kick to the ass. Victoria with a cheap shot on Kelly in the corner, but of Kelly course. fires back. Spinning clothesline by Natty. Gillian Hallin. Oh god. I don't think I've ever seen her wrestle. I've only seen her sing, and you, by sing that's a push. Do you remember when uh, Boogeyman ate the mole off her face? Uh, no, because that's petrifying. <laughs> yeah, she had like this growth on the oh, side of I her see. face. Right. And Boogeyman 
ate it off her face. It's a lot of uh, quotation marks. Though. Well, I'll be honest, I don't think it was a proper medical procedure. <laughs> no. <laughs> no. It's not hygienic. No. Well, it's not hygienic, and God, oh God. So Julian Hallin and her hair throw takes place, which is standard for a piss poor workers, let's be fair. Cartwheel splash meets knees. Cause I was like, hang on a second, don't be sort of doing Alexa Bliss type stuff here. No. You can't wrestle. Maria then tags in and eventually hits a running bulldog on Hall. Victoria breaks up the pin. Ensue chaos. Yeah, I was like, here we go. Everyone's in. We knew it was coming at some point. Maria then gets a head scissors on Gillian. Blind tag by Michelle McCall. Yeah, they're not happy about it. Who hits a faith breaker for yes. the three. Um, AJ Styles move. Yeah, that's yeah. who she nicked it from. Oh. So AJ Styles wasn't obviously in the company then. But I see. No no other guy that I've I mean, seen. looked fine. Ish. It's obviously only, I can only compare it to seeing him do it, which is very different. And I feel like in a better match, I'd like to see her do that in a one-on-one. Yeah. It wasn't the best one because Gillian didn't get one of her arms hooked behind yes. Michelle's legs. And then she just kind of goes, oh, oh just, just do it. Fall forward, yeah. Not sure why none of the heels tried to break up the pin. Oh, no. Um, but that was it. Because they were all there. They could have oh, yeah. gone in. They're uh, getting ready for the next Do you bit. notice Victoria didn't tag in at all? I assume that injury was... Yes. Yeah, just she kept her effectively out. effectively stood. Basically, on the side. So with the win in the books for the heels... Well, mm-hmm. not even the heels. It's just Michelle McCall did a bit Healy work at the oh, end. Oh, yeah. Her teammates didn't like her for it. Yeah, as they were celebrating, Maria didn't look happy Maria gives it. her some side eye. She does. I think this was around the... It might have been the same year that Maria pose for playboy as well it was because in the crowd there's some posters that have got the bunny on them with her name on it there you go so i I wasn't a mile off then no how did you know that well because it was the whole rage (laughs) at the time i can probably tell you the year order they did it in as well because there was a few of them yes um if you were grading this match you can't be surprised it's going to get asked after every match i know what do you give it oh okay even feel I'm sorry, and I don't like doing this. I even feel like one is generous. I really do, but surely it can't be less than a one. Uh, one because they all looked really pretty. Okay, zero point five. <laughs> I'm I not think, surprised. That's generous. I think that's harsh. <laughs> do you? For a women's match, I thought maybe it's because I thought it was going to be so bad. Yeah, maybe. I think one's probably One, fair yeah. I think even if you grade it the same as the Matt Hardy match I'm not angry at it because okay. I did that. I didn't have time enough to be bored true it was a nice the match itself was a nice length and there was only one Dud. obvious mm-hmm. mess up in the match yeah. which given who was involved again I was surprised by yeah I get it one I would say if yeah. you gun to my head I'd say one yeah. And then, as you said, this then transitions mm-hmm. into the next segment. This was so fucking long. Ladies and gentlemen, oh my God. let me introduce to you the great Carly's Christmas Kiss Cam. Honestly. Sweet baby Jesus, <laughs> what unholy mess is this? Honestly. Porn music starts playing as the ladies try to hide from the kiss cam so they don't have to kiss him. Honestly. So, sexual assault, straight away, is what we're trying to tee up here. And had he, so right, the Slammy Awards. Where are you going with that? He'd what? I thought you said had he wanted to. Oh no! Who's going to stop him? No, no. Okay. Um, had he just won a slammy for a kiss thing? They said something because uh, I was like, okay, don't need to see it again. Probably. Oh my god, mate, or some. Oh no, not oh my god, because CM Punk won that one, didn't they? Yeah. Just ludicrous moment of the year or something. Honestly. I'm sure. 
Michelle is the uh, lucky or unlucky winner, depending on how you want to... Uh, She's clever. Tell her that for uh, free. But sprints off the ring. And turns out, you have a choice. Oh, yeah. You have a choice. Yeah, because everyone else stayed there and was like, oh, no. But well, she just went, no, she I'm went, all right, thanks. See you later. Absolutely not, thank you. Also, this made me feel sad. This really makes me... Stuff like this makes me feel sad. Why? Because I feel like... They're all like, oh no, I don't want to kiss you, I don't want to kiss you. If it helps, if it was me instead of Great Carly, I think it would have been a similar situation. But I, d- I know this is the point, but it just oh, it makes me feel sad. Well, he's not an attractive man. That's that's irrelevant, though. Like, it, it would hurt his feelings. Well, I no, know it's not real. No, don't worry, he, he, he bags an absolute cracker. <laughs> Doesn't on. he just? Oh, quite. <laughs> not just once, either. Oh, sweet baby Jesus. So, mm. after... After Michelle sprints off, yeah, um, the his brother. Oh, is that I, who I that's, that's who it's supposed to right, be? Right, okay. Cause saying what's better than one diva kiss? Three. At this point, I was like, just three way kiss or four way kiss, and have done with it because it's so long. I was bored. Yeah, that would have been interesting. Yeah, um, fine. Uh, they is it? Okay. Well. Yeah, would you have? No. Oh, what, what would you <laughs> have done? Hurt my heart. <laughs> You'd have cried but walked off at the same time. Yeah, I would have written him yeah. a sad letter later. <laughs> They're all going, no, I think I'm honestly, yeah. I'm fine. But don't worry. Oh. They planned for this. Of course they did. <laughs> Worried that you had to plan for this, to be fair. Mm. So they, they make it, he makes a phone call. Goes, don't worry, we've got a classic for you here, Mr. An Carly. An actual classic. An actual classic, vintage. Yeah. Cobwebs and oh, all. Vintage. <laughs> I don't. I, do you know what? It's so. Right, okay, so. And he said, "Fabulous Moolah. May Young comes out." Well, I'll be honest. I thought that's because uh, I've not seen either. Yeah. Of age, really. Mm-hmm. And then I was like, "Oh no, I know who that is." Yep. Mm-hmm. May Young makes her way to the ring in yeah. uh, rather modest, actually. Yeah. Santa gear. Do you know? I was like, yeah. Yeah. she flew up those stairs. I'll be honest. For eighty-five. Yeah. Absolutely phenomenal. She flew up the stairs. Didn't need any assistance. No. <laughs> got in the ring and uh, yeah my line of the night for this because Greg Carly looks absolutely terrified see I but you can see him at some try point not try not to like break character yeah. and I was like he's, going, he's making me like him even more yeah he's on, <laughs> it, it was a good performance by Carly yeah it was funny and then the line of the night on commentary okay. by uh, King mm-hmm. says May Young was around when the Dead Sea was only sick oh my god <laughs> That's I'm funny. having that one, Jerry. That's if that's all right, <laughs> very much funny. enjoyed that line. And I, I'd be honest, I don't want any of this, any of what I'm seeing. I don't want. It, it got to a point for me where it was so, so much and so long that I then started to find it funny again. Yep. Oh no, I agree. Yeah. It's, it's not funny, funny, not funny, really funny. Yeah. But yeah. only because I started to see him break character, and I was like, just give me that for two minutes. It's fine. So May Young says, "This is the greatest moment of my life." Honestly. And then she pounces like certain people that we know she? about. Oh, fuck off. And violates Carly. Like, leap. he wasn't even ready to catch her. No, he wasn't. But it, fortunately, seven foot two. She grabbed him like a spider monkey. She hung on him like you want to hang on Braun. She was on oh him. She was on him. Yeah. And eating his face. Oh, and absolutely. And then went for a second one. I don't. And then he's I, like, no, no, I'm out. We're good, we're good. I think the kiss kiss cam's done, That's everyone. Enough. Kiss cam is done. Uh, the rest of my notes might be a little bit difficult to read as the vomit that came out of oh. me after that 
incident. Yeah, um, it was funny because it did take you on like a little adventure of what the fuck is this? Oh, this is quite funny. No, no, I'm done now. Oh yeah, it's funny. Okay. She went on a little adventure of his mouth. Oh yeah. Yeah. Exploring all the corners. <laughs> we now go to a Cena and Jericho promo crashing back down to reality. Ooh. And this might mark an interesting thing for us here. Oh God. I think this is the first time we have seen the same match uh-huh. in more than one show. Yes. I don't think we've seen the same parameters. I mean, don't get me wrong, this is for the world title, not the WWE title. No, I don't think we have. I think we've seen the same people in matches with other people in different circumstances, Mm -hmm. but... No. This marks the first one. Yeah. Jericho and Cena. Yep. It shows us Cena defeating Jericho at Survivor Series after coming back from injury. Mm -hmm. Uh, Very much in a... This is the era of Chris Jericho. He's very methodical... This was the monotone. monotone suit. Can you hear what yeah. the words that are coming out of my mouth right now? Yeah. Yeah, wasn't my favourite Jericho. No, roll roll this forwards, give me the list. Or yeah. roll it backwards. Yeah, <laughs> I agree. But again, it shows him reinventing oh, his character. Yeah. I'm sure it works. other people... Yeah, it does work, and I'm sure other people enjoyed it more, but I don't know, it just wasn't, wasn't landing for me. Mm-hmm. The match itself. Yeah. Chris Jericho, John Cena, World Heavyweight title. Yep. Holly, what do you think of the Sparkle Bum Jericho era? <laughs> I'm talking specifically about the gear. Yeah, I like it. Yeah, I liked bum. it, but again, it's for me. It's the entrance. Is it's because he's not that Jericho. I was like, oh, yeah. It was all there. All the ingredients were there, but it didn't give. Even the Sparkly like, oh, Bum Bum. It's a bit sad. The crowd actually blow up when Cena's music hits. I literally did note and go, "This we've seen a lot of well, a wedge of Cena matches, and it hasn't been." supported in quite a few of them but now i think the more we're watching the more we're seeing it surprised me yeah i know that he was getting booed before this i think him being away for a period of time with injury Mm -hmm. and then coming back at the royal rumble oh yeah in 2007 Mm -hmm. no eight that was the 2008 royal rumble he came back and because he got the pop there yeah he rode the wave off that for a bit i think he then got injured again and Uh, came back okay and then we're still riding that wave of momentum of support. I'm still a bit sad though. We need to. Well, I need to find. I need to find him. You mean with the the pumps? The master. The, no. No doctor. doctor. Every Do time. You go into a surgery and call the master. <laughs> My God. I've even written it down as just, the master. Just imagine every doctor is John Cena. That's the way okay. to get it in your head. But yeah, and I did. I did miss because I looked at his trainers and I was like, oh, they're Under Armour. They're not Jordans. There's no pumping up. So you, the era you're looking for is 2005 and okay. earlier. Okay, duly noted. Yeah, so for the next show that you pick, I wonder what we're going to have next. <laughs> you can actually see the surgery scar on Cena's neck. Looks pretty fresh. Mm-hmm. Just see it there, can't you? Mm-hmm. The incision mark. I don't know if that was for the vertebrae that you had sorted out, but still pretty know. horrendous. A feisty collar and elbow tie-up, which sees uh, Jericho actually shoulder tackle Cena down, mm-hmm. which you wouldn't think no. would be the end result there. Big boot to the ribs. Cena flies at Jericho with a double leg takedown and the two brawl to the outside. Of course. Jericho gets sent into the stairs before they return. And Jericho hits a headbutt, which is not something you often see him do. No. The crowd are very loud. Yes. Very loud in this one. Yeah, they like this. As Jericho unloads in the corner with right hands. <laughs> Irish whip sees Cena re- rebound uh, with a messy, messy, messy clothesline mm. uh, that drops Chris. And then he follows up with some also very messy clubbing blows. Just felt a little bit stilted. Jericho avoids a charge in the corner and looks to apply a sleeper hold. 
Cena tries to fall back to break the hold, but Jericho holds on, which I thought was quite good. Jericho then, like I said, tenaciously holds on. Cena then steps back up with Jericho still on his yes, back. Yes, that was impressive. Falls back down with Jericho still holding on. Mm-hmm. Third time he gets up, uh, Cena then transitions into an AA, but Jericho hits a DDT instead. Yes, nice. Good little sequence. Really nice. There was, earlier on, there's a point in commentary, right? And I don't know who it was. I should really make note of who these people are. But they say uh, a fight has broken out between these two men. No shit. Um, yeah. Is yeah. Is, uh, and I literally was like, I don't see, I don't understand the point. Well, that's what that's what's meant to happen, to right? To be fair, he didn't say a wrestling match has broken out. But I was just, you know, when you just listen and you pick up the wrong thing, and I'm like, oh, it's hey, stupid. That makes no sense. Still to me. sounds stupid. I called it the attitude adjustment. Mm-hmm. It's not still in the FU era because no. later on they called it the FU because hey, I didn't hear yeah. what they said. So I, I get took so a punt. confused over which one it is. It's I the same. I, I don't know officially when the PG era kicked in and they had to change it then. Cena on the apron catches springboarding Jericho, so Jericho's going for his mid-rope drop kick. Yep. Uh, I put no AA again because I hadn't corrected myself Ooh. yet. Instead, Jericho bulldogs Cena into the steel stairs, and commentary was saying, oh, I've never seen anything like that before. Well, yes, we have. I don't know if I have, but I don't know if I care to see it again either. Mm. It didn't look great, if I'm being honest. <laughs> kind of just landed in a heap. Yeah. Back in the ring, and that gets a two for Jericho. Mm-hmm. Uh, Jericho now with a series of kicks before standing... Oh, standing choke off the ropes. That was very nice. Yep. So I mean, I imagine it didn't feel amazing, but it's very clever. So Cena is draped over the middle rope. Jericho standing on his back, holding the top yeah. ropes and leaning back. That I like that. Pressure. Yeah, I, I quite liked it myself. Oh, into, in a minute, my least favourite John Cena move. Jericho looks dumb as he runs his own shoulder into the ring post. <laughs> Series of shoulder tackles from Cena. <laughs> there we go. Back suplex, and we know what is coming. You can't see me. You can't see me. Five knuckle shuffle lands, but the so, FU, I got it right again, is countered. Yeah. Walls of Jericho is powered oh. out by Cena. I'm, you know what? I like this. I like it when there's a walls, like the Walls of Jericho attempts to happen and people just not just but like they flip round flip out of it because you think well yeah yes yeah, so a power leg spinning them yeah off i like yeah. it it used to happen a fair bit at one point but mm-hmm. it's used more sparingly now but you're right when i see it retrospectively think, i go oh yeah that is yeah. good it's a good yeah. counter makes sense belly to belly by cena gets two jericho then hits a second rope drop kick big hip toss and clothesline from cena but the throwback is avoided so the throwback is where um, he runs with Jericho's back towards him, jumps over the top like he flips himself and then grabs the back of his head and pulls them down uh, to the mat, yeah, yeah. the throwback. But it's avoided, so I don't know why I went into that level of detail, oh, just to help no, you, No, thank you. Lion Salt then connects for two. Yeah. Clothesline in the corner from Jericho. Up top, and Cena throws Jericho down with the front suplex. Mm-hmm. Guillotine leg drop. It hits. Oh. It's, I mean, it's okay. We know what... It makes me just feel uncomfortable, though, because... It was a massive whoopsie. But also, like, what part... That, again, to me, that does more pain to you than someone else. Yeah, without question. I mean, no one's You're enjoying that You're jarring your lower back, surely. No one's enjoying that experience. As proven by Hulk Hogan, do you know what I mean? Like, yeah, and he wasn't doing it from the top rope. No. I would have loved to have seen Hulk Hogan go no, to the top rope no, and no. do something. Not a good one, mm-hmm. as it missed by a mile. This only gets a two, which it should, because it missed. <laughs> the FU attempt is flipped out. Well flipped out. You yes. could tell by the way that Jericho was poised on yes. his, his back. He was going to do it was, something. I liked it though. But you landed well, so I don't care. That's, yes. That was good. And then he hits a code break. And I forgot I enjoy that move. I really like it. Yeah, good mm-hmm. move. 
Codebreaker connects. Yep. Cena just about kicks out in the nick of time, and Jericho cannot believe it. Oh, no. Now the FU does land. Both yes. men are down. But we have a little rest break. Both men are down. Slow cover, and this time it's Jericho's turn to just about kick out. Mm-hmm. Small package by Jericho. Get your laugh there. There you go. <laughs> Nearly gets three. Step up into Guri misses, and Cena locks on the STFU. <laughs> okay. The resting chin hold. <laughs> well, he doesn't actually. He looks to apply it, but Jericho avoids it and turns it into the walls of Jericho. Yep. Cena powers up, and then as he rolls through, also quite like this counter. He really, really liked this. So he's in the press-up position, powers yep. himself up, walks with his hands back to be underneath Jericho yep. to come through. He then transitions that into the uh, chin lock, because the SCFU is uh, it's just not good. The chin rest submission, Jericho taps. Yep. Cena retains the world championship. Holly, what did you make of this one? I feel alright, actually. Yeah. You know what? I don't I didn't mind it. It wasn't I don't know. Better than Randy and Batista? Yes. But for me by far. By far. I, I still would agree. not the best match of the night so far for me. That still belongs to CM Punk. I would and agree. Ray. Oh. It's very rare that we agree so much so I think far. We might differ when we get to the next one. Um I yeah, you know what? I liked it. For what it was I liked it. What are you giving it? Mm. Oh, God. So, Don't that noise again. Jesus. So I gave... I have to revert back to giving... Ray and Punk got a three... Point five. Point five. You know what? I would give this a three. Three point five. Oh. So the same score as... Same score. Oh, okay. I would give this a three myself. Yeah, okay. So I agree with you. I feel all right. That's, I'll take that. But if I'm looking at those two matches, which did I enjoy more? Mm-hmm. I enjoyed Punks and Mysterio. Yeah, much more. Not miles more, but I enjoyed it enough I, more I that I'd give it a distinction between the two. I enjoyed it much more, but then I don't know if that's because I've not seen that match up before. Yeah, fair. Yeah, um, fair. Yeah, that was it, really. We then go from there to the Royal Rumble promo. So we're rumbling into, pardon the pun, January, which is obviously the Royal Rumble season. Oh, yeah. Uh, we see a highlight reel promoting the upcoming Royal Rumble. Then we go to JR and Taz. Uh, they bring up the poll. On who attacked Jeff once again? So we got and oh. we get the results. Oh yeah. So for those, but it's not wondering. factually like it doesn't tell us who did it. It just tells us who people think did it. So I've got the the results are in oh, people. Okay. I'm going to read them to you. Thank you. So sixty five percent picked Edge. Seven mm. percent picked Triple H. Okay. Five percent picked Kozlov. Yeah. Twenty three percent other. One hundred percent couldn't care less. Also other, who, who, anyone. All right, Kofi. <laughs> Calm down. <laughs> Calm down. <laughs> The owls are out. Yeah, no one cared. I don't know why oh, they just, did this. I don't know. We then get a um, promo for the WWE Triple Threat title match. This actually, again, I was, I'm fine with it. Yeah. I'm fine with this one because it gives a recap. I can see how it all built up. But also kind of shows you also why the match at the beginning kind of happened as well. Yep. Which I was a bit like, in hindsight, fine. Yep. But, hey, you know. So, Jeff Hardy, we see, is attacked. And then, therefore, he was supposed to be in a triple threat match for the WWE title, mm-hmm. turned into a one-on-one between Triple H, Triple H and Kozlov. Vicky appears, shouts, he's here! He's here! Mm-hmm. But it isn't Jeff, it's right. Edge. The one-on-one is now a three-way. Mm-hmm. Holly's mm-hmm. excited. <laughs> Hardy grabs a chair, wipes out the field, but it's then speared by Edge, yeah. and then Edge pins Triple H and becomes WWE champion. Of course, and this is the era of the spinny belt. Which yeah. I know you love. I, I'll be honest, I so glossed over that. <laughs> I just had to mention it. Was at it some still point. spinning at this point? Yes. Was it? Oh, yeah. God. The main event. Woo-hoo. We've arrived. Yay. Triple H 
Jeff Hardy, yeah. Edge, Triple Threat, WWE title. Mm-hmm. Before we Ooh, cover the okay. match, yes. did you know from your research that you did that led to you picking this show, did you already know who had won it? No. Who did you think was going to win this? Triple H. Yeah, safe. Yeah. My brain would have probably made me think Edge because mm-hmm. he'd not long won it. Oh, okay. Yes, yeah, I didn't have a Scooby-Doo about yep. that. It literally... Except for the promo that showed you him well, doing that. Moments before. No, but as in, no, as in, like, I didn't know... The, co- the whole... Yeah, co- yeah the whole okay. concept behind it. But I just figured, because Triple H was so... To me, the, the face that ran the place. Yeah, I mean, he, well, <laughs> at he is. At that time. He is as well. Um, it would have made sense to... And also, like, we know how I think too in-depth about it, mm. body-wise. As in, like... He's the biggest he's guy. He's the biggest guy out of those two. Not the tallest. No. Um... But yeah, that's just what I thought. And when I did my research, I literally just... It gave me the names of the matches. Okay. And like where they were, as in what pay-per-view yeah, yeah. they were in. That was it. Okay, nice. How long will it be before Holly references getting Jelly involved? <laughs> oh, if I'm going to do it for any match, it's fucking this one. I'll tell you for free. As this is the Jeff Hardy show, Holly, is this near the top of your favourite <laughs> Jeff Hardy looks? Um, oh... So close. It's so close. Take off the face paint. I'm glad you said that. Personally, to me, it looks like Jeff has dipped his head in a vat of shit. Oh. The hair I don't mind. The I, multicoloured the hair. hair, but the face it's paint slime. I don't. It's like a swamp. Yeah. He submerged himself in a swamp and come out like that. It's, yeah. I did. Was this when he first started doing the whole face paint thing? Because now it looks exceptionally better. But I don't think it was too long after that because I know he was painting his face in TNA. Okay. I think originally in WWE he had the odd bit, but it was never the full no. thing. And then in TNA, I know it developed into that. Okay. Back in WWE, and he started to use Just it as well. Integrating it a little bit. Yeah, I think I'm sure he had a TNA stint before this bit because he went there a few times. Oh, okay. Um, he had title runs there as well, which. Okay. We'll, um, if I'm we sure ever we'll do a TNA show, I mean, I'm sure we'll find a Jeff Hardy one for you. <laughs> Bell sounds and Hardy flies after Edge. Not for long, those Triple H hits him from behind. Oh, sorry, I have to skip through about ten points I've written here about their entrances. Oh no, no, please, <laughs> honestly, go for it. Just for me, this entrance for Triple H is is the one. It's a bit of Lemmy. Oh, it's brilliant. Ooh, ah, ah. It's so good. So good. I know that wasn't Lemmy, just to be clear. No, no. But, yeah, just what was brilliant. And then, obviously, Jeff comes out, but the music was was his music, and I I prefer... See the writing mm. on the but he does his hip thrust dancing, so I'm fine. Ed, spot on. Absolutely spot on for me. No, that's not yours, is it? That's not yours. You told me what yours was. No, but, like, this is a cracking entrance. Yeah. Well, Alter Bridge, I'm a fan, so yeah. that's... Okay. Cracking. And then I did their ages. Go for it. Um, Triple H must be about... So what year is this? 2008? Yes. 38? 39. Well done. Very close. Edge, what are we thinking? 37. 35. Okay. Jeff? He's about Edge's age, so I'll put him... Oh, 34. 30, 31. Really? Yeah, this surprised me and it did make me doubt my maths. I'll be honest. But okay, so he was just in his 20s. Okay. I just went by Google, so, sure. you know. I'll fine. take that at face value. Fine. And then I'm now finished. You no, that continue. is fine. Please feel free to do so. It's as much your show as it is mine. 
So Jeff counters the whip with uh, by delivering flying forearms for all. Hardy in control early, setting the pace. He comes out of the gates fast. He does. Stacking edge and Triple H in the corner. I know you'll like this bit. Oh. Jeff lands a splash. Yeah. Hunter falls onto his knees. Loved and it. And we see poetry in motion. Loved it. Even when I saw Triple H does a little a little knee shuffle forwards. And I thought, oh, I knew what was coming. Yeah. And you know what? I don't care. I liked it. As soon as I saw that and saw Triple H standing you know I'd forward, like it, right? I'd have looked. If we were watching it together, I'd have just looked at your face to see you take happy. that in. I had a big smile. I bet you did. <laughs> Triple H thrown into the corner and he does that Triple H thing where he hooks the top rope and then goes all the way over yep. to the floor Hardy looks to slingshot but Edge stops it which I quite like so he goes to do it Edge yes. just grabs his leg and goes nope. nope pulls him back down to the canvas Hardy sends Edge over the top before hitting a springboard crossbody to the floor of course which Triple H basically moves out of the way of and gets yep. Edge in there clever yeah I enjoyed that huge clothesline by the game nearly takes Jeff's head yes. off on the outside yeah, I've even put heady rather than heavy clothesline. And I thought, actually, you know what? Fine. Yeah, I bet. <laughs> bet fine. It is a job. Hardy and Triple H brawl in the aisle until Hardy is sent head over heels into the barricade. Yeah. Big boot by Edge. Levels Triple H as he looks to re-enter the ring. Mm-hmm. Edge and Hunter exchange some rights. You like I said, Hunter. Yeah. It's his character's name, isn't it? Second big boot floors the game and gets a two. High knee by Triple H, followed by a neck breaker and a corner clothesline. We'll make it a couple, I think, actually. Pedigree attempt is stopped by Hardy, who gets a knee to the face. Oh, yeah. Triple H looks for a pedigree uh, on edge again. Hardy fires... Oh, no, he doesn't fire. Hardy flies up the buckles and thwarts the attempt with very a good. in the wind. Very good. Very nice. Because positioned. also, you would do it quick. It, like logically it makes sense and, and he I, has no care for his body whatsoever and because Triple H is hooking Edge I can understand him looking up going wait what the hell is he doing and then by the time he's registered Shit. he's already yeah. hitting you makes it's sense very good I didn't know what to call this so I called it a reverse leg splitter pin attempt by Jeff on oh. Edge so he's holding Edge's legs round his head yes. and then he jumps and puts his own legs down to pin oh, yeah. Edge's to the canvas and then just sits there and then just Edge has just got it's fully presented absolutely fully presented uh, that pin's broken up by Triple H. Mm-hmm. Hardy runs up the buckles to plant mm. himself face first on the ring post, just like Matt did earlier. So yeah. that's nice. Did he stumble, or I was think... he supposed to fall? And then Edge just didn't get there in time. See, I'd, yeah, I don't know because at first I was like, oh, like he's tripped or whatever. And then when I saw what happens, I went, mm, I think he was meant to do this, but the timing is off. Yeah, I think Edge is a bit slow, or Jeff is a bit early. I don't know because then it just is a bit like. It just kind of effectively stood there looking, going, oh, now? Okay. I think you're pretty much bang on. Mm-hmm. That was supposed to happen based on what followed after it. Yes. I think Jeff ran up the post on the basis that he was going to fall, so he just ran up to fall. Yeah. And as you said, Edge just wasn't there on time. Mm. Whether, who was it to Whoever, doesn't matter. Yeah. It just looked a bit silly. The game puts Edge in an electric chair mm. as Hardy hits a twisting centre, which is another whisper yes. in the wind, but yeah. twisting centre. I to like take that. both men down. I like it, but I'm pretty sure there's a replay of this. And then I watched it and I went, oh, Edge lands fully on his neck. Yes, he does. Didn't he like that? Edge gets a bad landing. Mm-hmm. I don't like this moment as much as I did the pedigree one before with the mm-hmm. whisper in the wind. Because Triple H, okay, you've got Edge on your shoulder. You take two steps back and you fall. You don't just stand you, there. He the did loiter. It's Yeah, it's the loitering, isn't it? It is the loitering. Same with the Randy Orton DDT. Yeah, yeah. It's the same reason I don't like that. 
Edge lands hard and Triple H has to break up the pin at two. Hardy up the buckles again and now yeah. I'm a little bit, Jeff, let's go to, do something different. Yeah. Just do something different. You yeah, don't have to tone it down, but just stop running up and then doing the... Yeah. Hardy up the buckles again but jumps into a kick. Of course. Pedigree attempt results in a slingshot in the corner. Big pendulum drop kick to the seated game, which I really like. Yes. Jeff Hardy using the momentum of the ropes to drive his feet into the chest. Yes, Very good. that's nice. Edge drops Jeff with a clin, uh, clin, a chin clutch pullback. I don't know what the hell to call no, it. I don't he just know grabs what you it's would. like a. It's not reverse DDT. But no, it's, it's of, like a pull, pull down, isn't it? I suppose. Yeah, so I, I said don't a really chin know. clutch. Yeah. Yeah. I think there is a name for it as well. I just can't no, think for the scary. life of me what it is. Edge wants the spears. He prepares in the corner. This was great. Yep. Leapfrog by Hardy sees Edge spear Hunter in the corner, and the crowd audibly go, "Oh!" Yes, and then the crowd proper gets behind Hardy here for me, which I absolutely loved. Jeff clotheslines Edge to the floor. Yeah. Twist of fate on the game and the Swanton Bomb connects. Yes. But as he covers him, you can tell by his positioning. I literally, I he got on and he changed like round and I went, here we go, he's going to get pulled you, out of the ring. too far away. Of course. Not the first, not, well, it is the first time it happens in this match. It won't be the last time we see that. Oh no. From the floor, Edge pulls Hardy out to break up the pin. Mm. Into the barricade goes Jeff. Off the ECW commentary table for good measure. Yep. Edge now bounces off the raw one. Edge crashes, <laughs> absolutely crashes into a cable guy. I felt so bad for him. And then they try and say, oh, he's into the barricade. No, no. just say he ran into that bloke. He like, hit the it's egg. fine. He hit the egg, bless him. And Jeff takes his top, top off before doing the same with the Smackdown table. Lovely. And you hear the girls go, Absolutely. Ah. Although my brain did also go, he's clearing the table. He's going through it. I have a question for you. Oh, okay. Why do I not get that noise when I take my top off? I don't know. Ask your wife. Fair point. She starts crying. <laughs> mm. Maybe you should do the Jeff Hardy, like, you know, the dance as well. I'd knock myself out of my own tits, Holly. <laughs> no, so. I'd just like her to tell me that you did it because it'd be funny. <laughs> you're just seeing the <laughs> sausage swinging in the breeze. It wouldn't be the weirdest thing I've done in front of her, let's be okay. fair. So after that guy's been crushed, Jeff takes his top off, clears the Smackdown yeah. table. Yes. Triple H clotheslines Hardy from behind. Mm. He sends Edge onto the laps of Matt Stryker and Todd Grisham. Yes. Jeff bounces off the stairs and the game prepares the raw table now. You can sense something is coming. Something yes. is afoot. Because my brain went, you've already got a table clear here, lads. Why, why are you clearing another one for? If they're clearing two, you know something's going to happen with both. Well, exactly. Triple H uh, looks for a pedigree. Of course. So this is great. This was absolutely phenomenal so i'm gonna i've done it in a bit of detail here okay so this is great jeff reverses looking for the twist of fate mm -hmm. but the game jumps off the table he just jumps off completely yep. to the side meanwhile edge sprints from the ecw table mm -hmm. connects with jeff on the raw table and spears him through the smackdown table by far the best moment of the night and the crowd brilliant. go boom brilliant when they hear it well played. So good. And you could tell by looking at the fans who are ringside, mm -hmm. they weren't necessarily ready for Edge to no. do that. Because usually when something's about to happen, you'll see the fans look to the thing that hasn't yes. yet happened. Mm -hmm. And they were all looking at Jeff yeah. when Edge comes out the side and wipes yeah. him out. Because even from the replay, when they play it from like the end of the far table, you can see Edge in the background, but he doesn't look like he's actually doing anything. It's only at the last moment he literally crouches up. Boom. So good. That is... So many variables could have gone wrong in that. Mm -hmm. So the fact it landed means Miss it was a just table, brilliant. Like the slip. table break under the weight, which yep. we've seen before. Really, really good. So good. Really good. 
fair play to all involved on that. Even oh, Triple H. For fine. sure. Back in the ring, Edge hits an impaler DDT on Triple H. The crowd, uh, not the crowd, but the commentary team have said, Jeff is done. Yeah. He is done. They've, and even watching this, I was like, yeah, I don't think we'll see him again. Mm. Yeah, which usually means if they're saying someone's done, then they're, they're not. not done. Doesn't mean they'll win, but they're not done. Edge looking for a spear, but runs into a spine buster by the game. Pedigree oh, finally hits okay. at about the 15th time of asking. Yes, I literally was like, are we going to see a pedigree at any point here? But as Triple H covers mm. for the second time, we see someone get pulled out, so so to speak. Kozlov, outside the ring, makes an appearance, pulls Triple H out, because they're, they're not friends. Annoys me, but fine. They start having a little um, little disagreement with their fists. Of course they do. Uh, well, no, Kozlov batters him. I don't know why I said they have well. a disagreement. Matt Hardy then appears mm. and attacks Kozlov. Mm-hmm. Meanwhile, Jeff climbs the ropes, but the rush, I did like oh, this. Oh, this, I didn't. This made me feel, like, tense. The crowd thought this was the moment. Yeah. Edge is lying in the middle of the ring off being yep. hit in the pedigree. Perfectly positioned, which yes. I didn't clock. No, I didn't either until sp- he'd gone off, you know. Jeff comes back from the dead, climbs yep. the top rope, yep. goes to hit a swanton bomb, but before he can even stand up straight... Absolutely yeeted. Kozlov throws him or shoves him mm-hmm. off the top rope and he goes flying to the floor. Yeah. The crowd thought that was going to be it, yeah. for sure. Back in the ring and Edge spears Triple H, but he kicks out at two. Edge now wants a concerto because there's no disqualification in a triple threat match. Oh, is there not? No, how can you disqualify the person that's not involved in that? Why did they lose the match for one person's actions? Okay. So basically any triple threat, threat match can just be hardcore carnage. Fair It doesn't always turn into that, no. but th- that's it why could. they're allowed. Okay. Exactly. As Edge puts the chair, they're ready to crush. Brilliant, brilliant. Crush the game. He puts it a little bit too far back. Jeff back on the apron. Boom. Grabs the chair. Then with one hand, smacks the chair, dings it off Edge's mm-hmm. head. Quite like that because he didn't. Yeah. Edge didn't go. Oh no! One no, there wasn't Jeff like went, a no. boom. Done. In the same same motion, which was really good. Second pedigree for Edge, and the game covers. But Hardy now, up yeah. top, Swanton Bomb. Yeah. I don't know how Triple H bounces out of the ring from this. I have no clue where he but goes. But we'll take it. But he rolls to the outside. Fine. Swanton Bomb hits, Triple H out of the ring, the mm-hmm. cover on edge, and we have a new WWE champion after the one, Yay. the two, the three. Bloody loved it. I assume you knew that Jeff Hardy had won the WWE title at some point. Yes, I did. Um, I didn't remember when. It wasn't until literally, even after this is finished, about five minutes later, that I see what I see and go... That's why I remember. Um, and the moment you're talking about is when he climbs up the the rigging, effectively, I guess, and stands at the top of the Armageddon set. Yes, so he very good. Scaffolding. But I don't know. I just I watched it, and I think effectively going back and watching it then, and also knowing what comes after, it just made me feel like because he you, I mean, yes, I get it's predetermined, yada yada, but to me, you can see in his reaction, he's grateful. To me, to for the crowd. I would like to agree with you. Yeah. I really would. Yeah. But I looked at Jeff Hardy and I looked at him and maybe it's... Yeah. I'm tainting my vision because I know what came yeah. after. I looked at him and I looked in his face and I thought, you look troubled. Like, you're not really in the moment here. Right, okay. I feel like he knew he had already fucked up or something. Okay. He could have been tired. It could have been many yeah. things, but it wasn't the visceral reaction I was expecting from him. Okay. I thought he'd be falling about almost yeah. in tears and we didn't see that oh see to me it's like a internal sort of and maybe thing, it was but we'll never know but maybe i'm doing well we could ask him but yeah maybe i'm doing a massive not. disservice to yeah. him there 
but I just didn't feel like the celebration was as big okay. as I expected it to be. I like the the aesthetic of him going and up. And that is a snapshot. I like that lives lives on. I think because it's stuck in your head. You knew yep. it was coming, and I completely forgot until as I was finishing my notes, yeah. I looked and he was up there, and I went, "Oh yeah, yeah I forgot you did I that." I totally forgot. Yeah, totally forgot. Of course, at the end, I go, "How oh, did he get down?" But it's not my problem. So the big question at the end of this match is, yes. what would you score this match? Out of five. Yep. Four. Four stars. Fuck off. Really? Yeah, four stars. I'm so happy with myself. You've done very, very Thank well. Thank you. This will never happen again. I don't know. It I'm might. putting it out there. It might. I think with this era stuff, you'll probably be Maybe. fairly close. I think the older stuff, you'll be like, oh, well, one, nothing. Yeah. Minus 12. <laughs> minus 12. I really enjoyed that match. And I, I have to good. agree with that rating. I'll yeah, give it a four star. Really it was good. better than Punk. Even just for that one move on the tables, gets, that made it. gets high rates for me. That, that probably gave it a half a star alone. And I think it was a nice, you had a nice variance of abilities in there, I think. Yeah. But it wasn't too odd, if you know what I mean. No, it all worked. Yeah. It all worked together as a collective. Mm-hmm. So that being the main event oh. of the show, you've individually graded the matches. Oh, okay. What are you now going to score the show out of 10? Eight. So this is your favourite show that you've seen? Yes, so far. Wow, okay. Without a shadow of a doubt. Oh. There were some, I'm not saying just because this much, like there were some shockers in there. Mm-hmm. But this I really enjoyed. I really enjoyed the Punk Ray match. I, d- I don't know. It went through my motions of... And it wasn't my W, let's be clear. But it's like me upside down W with a bit of a double yeah. at the end. Yeah. Um, I did enjoy it. Even the, the Collie thing. It was stupid. But it was stupid for long enough that it took me on the journey with it. Because normally had you me shut laughing. down. Normally you shut down. Yeah. If something goes on too long, mm-hmm. even if it's good, your brain goes, "Oh, let's wrap it up yeah. here." But it did take me for, like I literally was there going, "I'm um, this is I'm so done. This is awful." And then I saw him break character, and I was like, "I'm in." It's yeah. funny. <laughs> so yeah, I've, actually, of all the ones we've watched so far, I, this has been my favourite so far. I'd give it a seven, seven and a half. Yeah. So still a good show. Yeah. Um, I felt like the notes were a bit of a slog on this one, but I don't think I paced myself right when I did yeah. it. Um, but I won't hold that against it. I think seven, seven and a half is, is round about where I'd land on it. Yeah. Um, and, well, I guess, Holly, we're, we're now at the end of the show um, for the review portion, at least. Yes. Before we go into the social, just a reminder that we're going to be doing uh, mm. Return to the March Through the Mania series. Yay! Going to do WrestleMania Ooh. 3 will be the next one, so that should be... Uh, out next week yes and Holly Canny wait I'm so excited even after I've said it's an alright show yeah but you said mm, didn't you say that about two no, I said I didn't even think WrestleMania 1 was that good I enjoyed 1 yeah I think 3 is better than 1 ok ok me personally okay. 2 is bad it's on you if it's not <laughs> I can't go into reasons as to why I think it is but okay. we'll, we'll see when we I get mean, there I mean I'll wipe the slate clean and start afresh and then after that one before my next pick we're going to do one of the shows that yes. um, we got a message for, which we won't read the message until we get to that show, and then we'll, yes, we'll read it then. Yes, on that show we will read it then. At the start. Mm-hmm. I guess, Holly, it's now time to go for the socials, Isn't as we it usually just... do at this portion of events. Um, Gmail, if if people would like to partake in an email, uh, wintwicepod at gmail.com. So Instagram, TikTok, YouTube... It's all win twice pod. And again, we've got some nice little momentum on YouTube at the moment. Yes, we're, YouTube is cracking. So I think we're just about 330-odd at the it's moment. It's impressive. Which is still fairly small numbers, but given how long we've been doing this, oh, I'm not complaining. I think it's great. Yeah, I think it's good. 
uh, ahead of where we were probably expected to be ourselves. I know. Yeah, just uh, thank you everyone for the support so far. I hope you've enjoyed this listen and you'll tune in next week for episode number 14. Ooh, I wonder at what point I'm going to start losing track of the numbers even though it's written down. Because no, I made a mistake you'll never lose book. track. Close the book, but I just remember you saying, unlucky for some. Yeah. Like a bingo call at gala. <laughs> all right. <But> yeah. I <laughs> hope you've all had a good time, and we will catch you on the next one. Bye. Toodles. <laughs>